Praise God. So, 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 praise God you are this morning again. Welcome. Uh, those of you all who are joining us by way of YouTube, um, by way of YouTube, by way of um, whatever platform. I don't, I don't normally say this. I don't like say this because, uh, but I'm going to say today. You know, uh, for those of you all who hear this word and this word is effective to you all, and you know it's the truth, and you know it's y'all speaking to you all. Share this with your friends. Share, share, share the YouTube. You know, um, the Spotify's or whatever. Share, share them. Send them to people and let people learn the word. It ain't just about you, is it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you want somebody, you know, everybody want their mama them saved. You know, but here it is. We don't want to get in the word to get them saved. <laughs> you know, what I'm we can't we can't continue to have that kind of mindset. You know, so so share. You know, um, the, the, uh, the, these messages, you all, uh, uh, for others as well, not just for yourself. Praise y'all. Hallelujah. So today, y'all, we're going to be coming from numbers. We're going to continue. Uh, numbers five, and uh, after numbers five, we're going to go into um, uh, numbers um, six, prayerfully, if we get an opportunity to get there. Hallelujah. So, so let's pray again, and then we'll do a review, and we're going to go ahead and get into it. Hallelujah. So, Almighty, we thank you this morning. We praise your set apart name, for you are truly our strength. Hallelujah. You are compassionate. Your word says you are compassionate one. Your word, Almighty, says that you are merciful. And you said it's easy for the heaven and the earth to pass, but one tiller on the Torah to fail. So your word can't fail. Your word is true. It's infallible. Try it in the, in the fire seven times over. Your word, Yah, is a, you, you, you are immutable. You are sovereign. And your word doesn't change, Yah. It's a pure word, a sure word that we can rely upon and trust in. So thank you this morning. Hallelujah. Praise your set-apart name, for you are Yahuwah, our mighty one. We are your children. Yah, we thank you. Yah, please forgive us this morning of all of our sins. Please forgive us for being forward, or forward people. Please forgive us, Almighty, for being stiff-necked. Please forgive us, Almighty, for any disobedience that we've done to be displeasing to you. So we come before your presence, Yah. We ask you, don't hide your face from us, but please have mercy upon us. And please forgive us for all of our sins, Yah, as we humble ourselves before you. Your word says, Almighty, that you give grace to the humble, that you resist the proud. And we most definitely don't want to be proud, prideful, Almighty. That comes for the fall. So we ask you this morning, ask your humble children, Almighty, to be with us, to lead and guide us into all truth, to convict us of sin, to show us, y'all, what it means to be the branches that bear fruit. Y'all, we thank you. We just give you the praise. In Yahushua HaMashiach's name we pray. Hallelujah. Praise Yah. And I'm now, oh, for it now, I can't explain it. <laughs> I like that song. So, okay, praise y'all. So, y'all, we, we on numbers five today. Remember, uh, we start we started last week just dealing with dealing with unclean people, and for the past four chapters, we did we were dealing with um, you know, just the priesthood, how y'all would set things up. We 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 discussed how the Most High brought. Israel out of Egypt by their armies. Remember now, we, we discussed about, you know, how you see yourself as well in these lessons, remember. Now listen, your enemy, 
see you as weak. I want you to understand this. People don't, people don't see you how you see yourself. And that's what you got to understand. We saw Exodus, what, 1 and 8? Beginning at verse 8, how Pharaoh saw the children of Israel being stronger than they are, but yet they still want to use wisdom to make them slaves. Remember that? Um, so this, this is just a, this, we, we're not going to spend a lot of time on this on these reviews today. We're going we might spend a little bit of time on chapter five reviews, but not 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 chapter one of these. But remember now, Exodus one. But when Pharaoh saw, but Pharaoh was there. He saw, you know, uh, that beginning uh, Exodus one and eight. There was a new there was a new king over Egypt who knew not Joseph, who didn't have a relationship, who didn't regard what he did, who didn't even care, right? Who was a Pharaoh, okay? And he understood that the children of Israel was more mightier than them. But yet, they wanted to deal wisely with them and make them slaves. Now listen, people don't see you how you see yourself. And your adversary don't see you how you see yourself. A lot of times, we've been sitting out over here wondering how folks feel about us. Well, you shouldn't be doing that. I was talking to my sons. Uh, before my sons, you know, about, about about women, about females, you know, because you know, they're, they're young men and, you know, one day they want, they want to be married, you know, and so I'm telling them, when you, when you see a female, I don't care about her being found, look at she she can look like Halle Berry, you know, she can look like Foxy Brown, you know, and you scared to go, you're going to go, you know, some, some dude's going to go over there like, you know, hey, baby, what's your name, what's your size, you know, they try to talk to her, you know, but look here, what, what if her feet stink? You, you scared to go talk to her. She look like a, a, what y'all call a dime piece. You know what I'm saying? But she, but what, but what if she got athletic feet and she, if she, she was to pull her shoe off right there, look here, goodness gracious. You, you, you smell all kind of everything. What if her breath stank? You know, you know, you, 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 you think she perfect and, and, and you go to say, hey, how you doing? And she'd be like, hi. You know, she got a study, a, a, a speech impediment. You know what I'm saying? But you you scared to go talk to her because you know you, she looked good. Well, guess what? Beauty on the skin deep. You can't look at things from the eye of the appearance. People don't see you how you see yourself. Why are you afraid to go speak to her? She might be, you know what I'm saying, herself shy. She might be afraid to come speak for you to, to speak to you. Or she might not see herself as looking beautiful as you see her looking. Well, a lot of times we allow in our mind to trick us and we will we 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 will form an opinion of what we think are other folks' opinions. Or we'll live our life based on someone someone else's opinions or feelings when really it's not when really it's not the word. You know, but you gotta understand people don't see you how you see yourself. The adversary don't see you how you see yourself. So you should not sit here and think of yourself any less than, but you should begin now to, since we've been studying this, to start seeing yourself how Yah sees you. Because regardless to what the adversary say, as far as you being a slave, you know, or calling you out, or calling you out to be a slave, we, 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 we can clearly see what, what, what was it, Exodus what, 14? After they came across the Red Sea and y'all delivered them, we can see that uh, Exodus 14, um, let me see, whatever, is it 14 or 15? That song. Yeah. Well, no, maybe 13 when you brought them out. Let's go to 13. Maybe, yeah. Somebody help me. When they say he brought them out by their armies, is it 12? 
looking real quick. I got it, 1251. So remember, when he brought them out of Egypt, it said, uh, uh, Exodus 1251 says this, and it came to pass the self-same day that Yah did bring the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt by their armies. He brought them out by their armies. Now listen, the first word that we even called the first commandment, but that's called the first word, he says this, I am Yahuwah, your what? Mighty one. Your mighty one, who have brought you out of the land of Misraim, out of the house of bondage. Out of, out of the house of bondage. Thank you. So he brought them out by their army. So even though the adversary saw them as being weak, even though the adversary saw them as being slaves, made them slaves, tricked them in their mind. And that's the part, y'all, that, 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 that's, that, that's the area you all where, where um he gets you in your mind. You know, uh, Proverbs 3, Proverbs 3 says this. Let's look at something. Proverbs 3, verses 3 through 5. Well, I'm just going to go start at verse 1 because all that's good. Let's just start at verse 1. So Proverbs 3, verse 1 says this. My son, forget not my Torah. Forget not my law. My son, forget not my Torah. Is what y'all is, 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 is saying. But let thine heart keep my commandments. Forget not my Torah, but let your heart keep my judgments. Let your heart keep my commandments. Let your heart keep my, 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 my precepts. Let your heart keep my word. Right? Because, because if you do, for a length of days and long life and shalom shall they add to you. This is, listen, y'all. This is the promise here. This ain't no church now. This is real life. If I want to live long, or I want to die young, well, I'm going to show you how to live long. I obey the word of Yah. For the length of days and long life and shalom and peace shall they add to thee. Shalom. Right? Look here. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck, mercy and truth. Having mercy. Blessed are the merciful, Mashiach said, for they shall obtain mercy. And the truth shall make you free, if you know it right. Don't let that forsake you. Keep that with you. And bind them about your neck. Write them up on the table of thine heart. That means get it on the inside of you. Get in your spirit. Why? Uh, so when you do that, so shalt thou find favor. When you keep Yah's Torah, when you keep Yah's word, when you keep Yah, uh, when you don't forget it, when you listen to it, when you take heed to it, and you do what Yah commands, he says, uh, uh, verse four says, so shalt thou find favor and what else? Good understanding. So you find favor and good understanding in the sight of Elohim and man. Now listen here. When you look at uh, uh, Deuteronomy, or what was it, 32? Or maybe Deuteronomy 30. When the Most High, when, 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 when the Most High is telling Moses about, about maybe 32, when he's telling them about how Israel going to, they going to, as soon as you die, they get goodness, <laughs> that's how it is on them. what he said, right? But then he, he said that there are people with no faith. And then he starts talking about how, he, how he's going to hide his face. How he'll hide his face. 
you know, from us, right? But then he says, he said, he says that Yah is merciful. And if you humble yourself and come before him, even in the land of our captivity, even in the diaspora, then guess, guess what? He'll be merciful. Because Yah is merciful. So he said, he, so he said, he'll be merciful. And so now, so when you begin to walk in the ways of Yah, and you begin to do the will of Yah, and you keep Yah's word before you, bind them about your neck, keep them in your heart, don't forsake them, don't forget them, don't let mercy and truth forsake you, but you keep close to Yah, then guess what? Guess what? He won't hide this place from you. And he'll give you favor and good understanding in the sight of him, the mighty ones, and in the sight of man. Not just Yah, Elohim, Yahushua, the Malachim. You got Yah's full backing, 100% support. Just by simply just doing what he's saying. But this is what I want to get to. Verse 5 says this. We trust in Yah with all our heart. You trust in Yah with all your heart, all your intellect, all your emotions. With all how you feel, don't let your mind get the best of you. It's just like people who wake up with having a bad dream. You wake up or you wake up mad. You wake up looking for, now y'all, I don't smoke cigarettes. I haven't smoked a cigarette since the year of 1998. You know, but I had a dream one time years ago that I was smoking a cigarette. And I dropped it in my dream and I woke up looking for it. This is how real that dream was. But because you have a dream and it seems real, don't make that dream to be true. But a lot of times we'll wake up from a dream, from a nightmare, have bad understanding, be mad at somebody, be mad at our wife, mad at our husband, want to fight. Or whatever kind of dream you have. Listen, you can't lean to your own mindset, even the kind of thoughts you want to have about people. Even the kind of thoughts you want to have about your day, you can't let that stuff come across your mind. The, the word says this, and you gotta and you gotta breathe the word above your mind, above people, above anyone else's opinion. You have to put the word above all of that, above what I say. Don't get on here and be listening to me talk to y'all and sound all good, and you ain't going for yourself to back to fact check and to look at what I'm saying is the truth. Your trust can't be. In me. No. Your trust has to be in Yah. All of our trust. So, so, so verse 5 says this. Trust in Yah. Trust in Yahuwah. Trust in you, hey, involved in the hey. And you, hey, whether you, you want to put it in the paleo, or you want to do it in the pictograph, or whether you want to do it in the, in, in, in the what is it called, the Masoretic. Yep. Or the modern. Whatever, whatever Hebrew you choose to use. According to Isaiah, he's going to talk to him with stammering lips. You know, in the future, it might not be the Hebrew. He's going to deal with it wherever they at. Anyway, you hey, Bob, hey. He says, trust in Yahuwah with all thine heart, with all your understanding, with all your mind, with all your intellect, with all your will, with all your emotions. And lean not unto thine own understanding. What you're supposed to pray about everything and all your ways acknowledge him while you're riding down the road making a decision, going to do this, going to do that, whatever you got going on, and all of your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct 
your past and quit thinking that you know everything because you don't. And verse seven says it clearly, be not wise in your own eyes. Fear Yah and depart from evil. And guess what? It shall be health to thy neighbor and marrow to thy bones. Honor Yahweh all thy substance and all the first of thy increase and so shall thy bones be filled with plenty and thy presence shall burst out with new eyes. Okay. So we got to understand that y'all, that, that we can trust in y'all all our heart. Don't let, don't let what folks say about you, how they feel about you. You know, trying to say, call you weak and all this stuff matter. It does not matter what they say. It only matters what y'all say. So praise y'all with that. You know, when we look at verse, uh, chapter, chapter, chapter three and chapter four, we see about him setting them up by their armies. We see him getting the, the Levites ready. So we are, we have an understanding now that, that, um, that the, the, the Israel, the children of Israel, you know, all 12 tribes, that was that, that was set around the tabernacle, or even the twelve tribes that was in the land that was dispersed. Because remember, they should have. Now, when y'all look at, I, 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 I want to bring something out to y'all. Judah asked Simeon to go up with him to go fight when they got to the promised land. Simeon went, but the children of Israel was supposed to go to the land how y'all had them around the tabernacle, and Levi was supposed to be spread out with them. But you know, all 12 tribes. Huh? In all 12 tribes. Yeah. The children of Levi, the, the children of Levi was dispersed in all 12 tribes. And just look at here. So the responsibility for all the 12 tribes of the children of Israel is to protect and defend the tabernacle, to defend Levi and help them. And also, by Levi being spread out, Levi's, Levi's responsibility is to serve all of the children of Yisrael and help in the tabernacle and help Aaron. You know, for somehow or another, y'all, we have forgotten brotherly love. Man, we kill each other in the street, mm -hmm. shoot each other down for being mad. Being mad. I ain't talking about defending your life. I ain't talking about, you know, somebody coming to your home. I'm talking about because a man said, nigga, please, you shoot him. Mm -hmm. Man, you talking to my girlfriend. Mm -hmm. We get so deep and so much into our feelings that we don't even care about each other. That's not, it's horrible, you know, just to see like that and to be like that. We have to learn how to love each other, y'all. We got to learn, how, somebody got to start. It's got to be us, y'all. Somebody got to break the curse. Somebody got to start. Somebody got to repent. Somebody got to start living for y'all and walking in boldness, not walking in fear. It's got to start with us. It's got to. Listen here, it's a requirement. The most I ain't gonna, everybody talk, everybody look for the politicians and everybody so big on y'all killing Esau and come back shooting everybody down and the fringes in the head wraps. But guess what? Ain't nobody big on teaching about repentance. You know how many people I've heard tell me that I don't know the Torah? You don't read Torah, you don't know the Torah, you don't know nothing about it. And it's funny. And I feel the same way about the on it. <laughs> Because I know you ain't read, because that's what I have. But people respond by feelings because that's how we live. We, we should not be like that. It's going to start with us repenting. It's going to start with us being obedient in the land. Like Leviticus 26 say, while we're over here in the land, when you humbly accept where you are, where you are. And you repent, then y'all gonna hear from you. Hear you. You begin to restore. It takes us to begin to be obedient right here, and go against the very thing that we've loved all of our life 
that's being like other nations and start being like y'all. And then you'll start seeing y'all deliverance towards people. I know these folks coming with these prophecies and saying you're going to come this time, but what does the Torah say? Because that's what matters. It's going to take us as a nation to repent and turn to him as a whole. So anyway, so now, verse chapter number five, you all, let, let's, let's, uh, we are, we've already read it, so we're just going to do a quick review. We're going to get on back down to the feet, to the male and female. We're going to try to get on in six. Then, and I want y'all to respond to now. Look here, let's let's have some let's have some uh, some some Q and A. We some Q and A. Man, I was on we was, we was on the Torah club. Uh, I mean, um, a Bible read the Bible read last night, and I was on that. My fit. Look here, was better look. They was only just discussing and having a good conversation. I said, "Man, we can do that over here on our Torah club. Ain't anybody just talking? <laughs> yeah, just, just, just get back, you know." But um, so let's read um uh, Numbers five, beginning at verse one. Says, and Yahuwah spake unto Moshe, saying, Command, command. This is the commandment. This ain't asking you. This ain't saying please about it. Command the children of Yasharal that they put out of the camp every leper and everyone that have an issue and whosoever is defiled by the dead, both male and female, shall you put out without the camp, shall you put them. Turn that fan off of me, y'all. Mind Shall, shall you put them that they defile not their camps in the midst thereof? Thank you. Where in, in the midst whereof I dwell, that they found that they defile. Listen to this last little part. That they defile not their camps in the midst whereof I dwell. Okay, pay attention. And the children of Israel did so, and put them out, put them without the camp, as Yahuwah spake unto Moses. So did the children of Israel. That's feedback. So uh, let's look at something. Go back to verse one. Says this. Verse one says this. And Moses and Yahuwah spake to Moses, saying, Command the children of Israel that they put out of camp every leper. So when Yahweh was telling them to put the lepers out, only that those have an issue or whoever's defiled by the dead, he wasn't being mean. A lot of folks look at, see, a lot of us look at certain things. Um, by the flesh, but somebody, what did Mashiach tell the woman in John 4 at the well that Yah was? Well, let me go to you. Yeah, thank you, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's go. Y'all supposed to be already read John 4. Mm -hmm. I'm just praying, y'all. I'm just, I, well, I'm, I'm praying, but I ain't playing. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't playing. So anyway, so now Mashiach comes up, so set the scene. So now Yahushua's going to Samaria. His time didn't go get him something to eat. <laughs> right? He hit the well. A woman come over there. He said, give me something to drink. She said, how you talking to me? You a Jew talking to me in Samaria. <laughs> she thought he was trying to mack on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he wasn't trying to mack on. She was in the flesh. He said, well, if you knew who was talking to you, every for something to drink. <laughs> he said, because, uh, you know, because uh, I got some water. Look at you. This water here, you ain't going to thirst no more. You know, and look at Let's look at it. So then, so verse 7 says, then come a woman up to Mary to draw water. And Mashiach said to her, give me something to drink. Give me the drink. I'm thirsty. 
and for his disciples were going away unto the city to buy meat. Then said the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou being a Jew or, or, or being a Yahudi, ask drink of me? You know, which is which I'm a woman of Samaria. For 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 uh, the Yahudim have no dealings with the Samaritans. The wrong, and and they did. You are the Samaritans were children from the Northern Kingdom. They they had went into diaspora, and even though they had Gentile blood in them for disobedience, they were still the children of Yah. Just like y'all Africans over here, whose folks were raped by them white people, and you still want to claim Israel. See, don't be so hard because you ain't all black yourself, probably. You know, IJS. <laughs> You know, when we can return to this covenant by faith, that's why it's by faith. Abraham is the first one to cross, so he's the first ever read. You know, and, 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 and Esau was not considered to be part of the covenant, but so was, but 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 Jacob was both of them was Isaac boys. So look here, we can't we can't we can't deal with we can we can't step in to, to y'all's sovereignty and judge folks from out of appearance when it's by faith the whole time. Anyway, so she says she says, uh, for the Jews have no dealing with this marriage. And Yahushua answered and said unto her, If you knew the gift of Elohim and who it is that said to thee, Give me the drink, girl, <laughs> thou wouldst have asked him, and he, he, he would have given thee water, given you living water. Then the woman said unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with. You ain't got nothing to draw with. And the well is deep. How you gonna get it with your hand? They have a conversation, y'all. They talking. You know, from whence then has you that where, where the living water coming from? You know, art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well and drank thereof himself and his children and his cattle? And Yahushua answered and said unto her, Whosoever drink of this water shall thirst again, but whosoever drink of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. This is Ruach, ain't it? He talking about. Hope y'all catch a note to my question I asked y'all. But the water that I give, but the water that I give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. The woman said, Sir, um, the woman said to him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come here to draw. I need to have some of that, then I ain't gonna be thirsty no more. You know. And who just said to her, Go and call your husband and come here. Then he put it on the spot and bringing truth to him. You know what I'm saying? And the woman answered and said, I, I ain't got no I ain't got no husband. I ain't married. <laughs> she laughed. She got a boyfriend. Somebody in the house. You know, but you know how you, you, know, you know how you do when you come around somebody handsome, you don't want to, you know what I'm saying, look bad. Or see somebody in a certain light, you trying to put it down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But see, he's so compassionate, he's gonna tell the truth. He's gonna call her a phone again on the slide, it's gonna convict him. Pay attention to this. Then the woman said unto him, I have no husband. And you just answer and tell to her, Thou hast well said, I have no hoods. We understand the deal then, don't you? For thou hast had five hoods. You've been knocked down five times, but five men at least. You know, and he whom thou hast is now, whom thou hast is not thy husband, and that says thou truly. And then she convicted, because <laughs> he spoke to her heart. Then the woman said unto him, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. Look at this here. Here's my question right here. Our fathers worship in this mountain, and you say that in Jerusalem is the place where men are the worshipers. He didn't say that. I guess the Jews said that the religious folks, right? And Yahushua says to her, Woman, believe me, the hour comes when you shall neither worship in this mountain 
nor yet worship at Jerusalem. Worship the Father, right? Why? Because so many folks in, in the flesh they think it's a location. You know what I'm saying? And that's how you know people don't know the Father because you think it's the location that, 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 that gets its attention. But, but it, it ain't going to be in, in, in this mountain. No, it's going to be in Jerusalem. You worship, you worship, you know not what. You know what you worship. <laughs> because you think it's a location. You say, she's going to have about her daddy Jacob. Well, he laid down on the rock and sin, and just sin in the sin and said, y'all in that place too. Okay, he went in Jerusalem. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you want to be deep with it. Go let's talk about it. So anyway, you worship, you worship, you not, uh, you you know not what. We know what we worship. For salvation is a Yahoo the Yahudim. But thou, but the hour cometh, and now is when worship, when the true worshipers shall worship the root, the father, in what somebody? In spirit and in truth. And it is when I say woo. You said, in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and not your flesh. You think it's a dance. <laughs> what is the condition of the heart? For Elohim is a what, somebody? Spirit. Spirit. So, 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 so he's a what? A spirit. spirit. And mm -hmm. they that worship him must yeah. worship him in spirit mm -hmm. and in truth. Thank you all. So look here. So now let's go back over here. So when so when so so when 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 when, when y'all commence Israel to put them out, he ain't talking about the flesh. But when you don't know what the Torah says, you get all in the flesh yourself, don't you? So let's go look at something else. When the Most High speaks to Adam, he told Adam. Okay, we we we, we, we see the Most High created the world, right? He put Adam. I, 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 he created Adam. He created man. He created man in the spirit. The, what's the first thing that was created from, from excuse me, the, the, the first part, let me just read it because I, I get all excited and start getting ahead of myself. Let, let, let's go to verse 26. Genesis 1. Yeah, yeah, we got to take our time and teach this thing because we don't want to be rushing. So I should get excited. Okay, now we just heard Yahushua say that y'all are what? A spirit. Spirit. Okay. Thank you. So now, and Elohim said, so Elohim is not Yah. It's more than just Yah here. So it has to be the Father and the Word, the Son. According to John 1, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with Yah. I don't skip the Word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with Elohim, and the Word was Elohim. And the Word of Elohim that we also seen in, in Genesis 15 became flesh. And we beheld this esteem, this esteem of what? The only begotten of the what? Father. So the word is the son of Yah. Right? Mm -hmm. So the word walked by faith based on what the father said. So when the, for when the father said, let there be the word, move by faith. And the word is the author and the finisher of our what? Faith. He did it from the beginning to the end. But you got to read the word to understand the word. If you read the word, you're going to be in the flesh. And y'all ain't in the flesh. Y'all said, what somebody else said? Somebody else said to me again. He's a what? So y'all's an alligator. He's a spirit. Okay, because y'all y'all quiet like y'all forgot. Anybody quiet on tomorrow, tomorrow what y'all is? How can you know y'all can't tell me what he is? You should be quiet. This will be your opportunity to prove that you're both being y'all that you know who he is. If, if I ask you what is y'all, y'all, you can't tell me you don't know him. 
Okay. Elohim said, let us make man in our image. And thank, thank, thank you, Sister Helen. And they, I, I ain't fussing. I'm just being honest with y'all. I love every last one of y'all. Okay, look here. And Elohim said, let us make man in our image. After our, after our what? Likeness. So man was made in the image of y'all. He was made first of what? Spirit. There it is. So when y'all is speaking to man, he's not speaking to your flesh. He's speaking to your spirit. So let, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have a dominion or radar. Let them tread down, Jack. Let them subjugate. Let them prevail against. Let them reign and rule. Take over. Most house said, look here, let, let us make man. Shabbat Shalom. Shalom. Let, let us make man in our image. Let them have the authority, dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over the cattle, and over all. I want y'all, I'm going to show y'all some too. And <laughs> over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creepy thing that creeps on the earth, right? Now, y'all don't see him having a thought on the water, do you? <laughs> Yeah, you eat some fish, but you can't. You don't rule that water. You go down to some rain and implode, Jack. Anyway, I ain't trying to laugh. I'm just gonna do it. So, um, so Elohim created man in his own image. In the image of Elohim created he young, male and female created he did. So he so he made both male and female into one man and put them in a one man's body. Put that man to sleep, brought that woman out. He showed the order there. That's how she's supposed to follow. She don't come out in the front. But women so 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 biblically women live that y'all get in the flesh, making you equal to your husband. Well, oh, let me say this: a man a man is not above a woman. They made the same, <laughs> equal at the same time. She only submits to her husband and her dad. So 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 everybody every man see a woman, you know, can't tell him nothing. He's an ignorant man who ain't read his Bible for real. <laughs> oh my bad. First Timothy, I mean, he read that little bit of scripture. He, he thought he knew knowing something. Anyway, so when you read uh, this, it says that Yah is a spirit, right? And he made us in his, in what? Spirit. And he, he gave us authority in the spirit. So we are led by the what? Spirit. So when he speaks to us, he don't speak in the flesh. He speaks to the leader. The leader tells the flesh what to do. Okay. You're, the leader speaks to the soul. The spirit speaks to the soul. And the soul submit to it and have the body to walk it out. But when you disobey, your flesh get in the way, your spirit get little because they hostile to one another. And they can't come back right unless you submit yourself to Yah. So anyway, Genesis 2. So now, while they are walking, and Yahuwah is walking, he didn't quit doing his thing. He sent down children on the Shabbat and all this Stuff, right, then he began to, to, to talk about the, the uh, the, the um, the, the, how, how the earth had all the trees and, and everything was on there, right? And and and, and how y'all had to how everything look, how the water went up in the garden, the midst of the garden, and how the ground, how everything did, how that tree was over there. The tree of not just good and you, right? How, how everything looked and, and blase blase and skippity whoop, right? So, verse 16 of Genesis 2 says this, and Yahuwah, okay, there it is now, that's the father. And Yahuwah, the word Lord, should be whose name? Yah's name. 
Only time you're gonna see Yah's name on God in the scripture is when it's all capital letters. And you see the Lord being small. When you see the Lord being big and then God capital G O D, that's Yah is the Father. So Yahuwah Elohim or El Yahuwah is how it should be. Or Al Yahuwah, the mighty one, or Elohai. Remember, we spoke to Moses out here. I'm, I'm the Elohai of your father, the Elohai of Abraham, the Elohai of Yeshak, the Elohai Yaakov. Why? Because they knew him as the El Shaddai. They know his name is Yahuwah. And Moses said, What's your name? He said, Asher, Asher, Asher. I am that I am, but you can call me, uh, my man, Asher, Ahaya, Asher, which means I am that I am, right? But that wasn't his name. He said, My name is Yahuwah. He said, I did not tell Abraham, Isaac, Jacob my name. They knew me as what? The Almighty. Oh, Al, Al Shaddai. That wasn't his name. They just knew him as being Almighty. Wasn't no higher than him. You know what I'm saying? So his first name is being the most high El revealed name to a man. The man's name was Moshe. That's why anybody better than Moses. But nobody, John the Baptist is not a greater prophet than Moses. But she just said there's no greater prophet than John the Baptist, but the least in the kingdom, straight than he. That means we're greater than John. But Yahuwah of the Elohim, that's the daddy right there. The one who he look here, he mean what he said when he talked. He get it down and whoop you, and you act, acting wrong now. And Yahuwah of the Elohim commanded the man. He commanded who? The man. Not his wife, not his children, not his cousin, and not his next door neighbor. And he commanded the man. Now, listen. And Yahuwah, Elohim, commanded the man, saying, of every tree of the garden, thou mayest freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Now, listen here. Was he talking to that man's flesh or to that man's spirit? Spirit. 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 So then if y'all was talking to that man's spirit, do we already understand from Hebrews chapter number 11 that by faith is how y'all was talking to that man. So now look here. Oh, I went to the wrong chapter. Okay. Now look here. So when y'all speak to man from the beginning, it was nailed to that man's flesh. Hebrews 11 1 says this, now faith now your active obedient response, now your belief in what Yah says, now your full ground trust and obedience to his word is the substance of things hoped for. And your obedience, your patience, your, 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 your doing what he says, the evidence of things not seen. For by your obedience, by your faith, by your trust, grounded trust obedience in Yah's word, for by it, the elders obtain a good report. Then this right here got to be y'all, because y'all got to be the first one in the, in the word, got to be the first one to go by faith. So through faith, we understand that the world was framed by the word of Elohim. That should be the capital W. But through faith, we understand that the world was framed by who, somebody? Yahushua. Yeah. Yahushua, y'all spoke it. John once said everything was made by him, and not him was like anything made. That was made. 
So Mashiach did what Yah said. He followed out Yah's word by what? Faith. You ain't got to see it. So when you go to 12th chapter, we can look at the Yahushua, the initiator and the end of our Y'all pay too much. Not, not to know this. Because we should have been reading this a long time ago for especially you've been saved 10 years ago. So through faith, we understand that the world was framed by the Son of Yah, by the word of Elohim. So that things which are seen are not made of things which do appear. But it's only made by what somebody? By the word of Yah. <laughs> if he said you can do it. So my reason for bringing this out is that, 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 that we, we got to quit looking at Yah's word from the flesh. And we got to look at it in the Ruach and begin to walk it out by what? Faith. So when Yah tells Yasharal to get rid of the lepers, he went in the flesh. Now, we ain't going to go to Leviticus to get a lot of lepers. Because we'll spend a whole another hour and a half just going through this. So I'm going to spare y'all. Because we won't get you we'll get to get number five today. <laughs> yeah, just go to YouTube a few months ago and you'll see it. So now, the leper. So the Hebrew word for leper is Zerah. Right? Or Zerah. You know what I'm saying? And we understand from last week's lesson that leprosy is what, somebody? A spiritual discipline. Something that's given to you through disobedience. Our examples were Gehazi. Gehazi was a covetous. He was a liar. He just foolish. Naaman was full of pride. And in the Torah, before, before they died, Moses reiterates, remember Miriam. You pay attention. And when you go to Numbers 12, you see Miriam and Aaron gossiping. She's showing, she's showing discord. Naaman, uh, 2 Kings 5. Moses put his hand in the bosom. Like a belief came out here. Oh. Uzziah. Who? Uzziah. He got beside himself. Second front is what? 22? He won them. So leprosy is a spiritual discipline for those who are secretly disobedient or those who don't live what's right. Y'all were exposed to you, the ones who don't be around. You know, we do it all, we'll choose to be around. It's just like a girl get with a boy who beat her up. First of all, y'all ain't married. Like E40, you say, you speak in tongues, but let's speak in gin. I'm not saying strong drink is wrong, because it's not, it's not a scene to drink strong drink or wine, according to Deuteronomy. You can get out, according to whatever your soul looks like, according to what y'all's word. Because being drunkard is the one that's the problem. But living, this boy beating y'all upside the head, slapping y'all in the mouth, telling you don't let your, don't you can't go around your mom and daddy. He got you in total rebellion. And when somebody tell you that boy bad for you, leave alone. Your word is you don't understand. I love him. Here you is, you know, two teeth. You you like a raccoon by the eye. He hit you in the eye so much. You got permanent black eye. I had an auntie like that. Boyfriend hit her in the back of the head in his own house with a metal pipe, robbed her for crack. 
and she didn't press no charges. When she came up from the hospital, she was still back with him. On crack. So that's real life, huh? Yeah. But getting around these women, strange women. We just read thirst about Delilah and Samson. Samson likes strange women. He liked being defiled by y'all till he got his eyes gouged out. We be around these dudes that y'all gang banging. Sue, hope to the heart, crip to the city. Vice Lord. All bloods, folks, crips, all gang bangers going straight to the lake of fire. Yes, sir, if you don't repent. Thanks. From Alabama to I'm going to California, IA to New York. To Jamaica, to Brazil, wherever any kind, I have no respect for no gang and all y'all cows and, 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 and rooted poops, slobs and traps, dumb dumbs and donuts, whatever the bad name is for you, we call you that. Ain't no black power, stupidity power. You a crip, yeah, you're retarded. Yeah, gang banging stupid. Because what? When we shoot, and, and, and I don't care if, if you got a son or a daughter, a gang member, you know they stupid. I can speak like that. I had my mom's house shot in a couple of times. Yeah, I, I done seen my house get shot in the drive-by shooting. Walking down the street with my brother in the house. I had my best friend get killed. I had my other brother die last, last two years ago. He OD'd on drugs with the blood. He's stupid. He probably lick a fire. Along with his friends who I rebuked in the church, and they all walked out. They can get mad, but guess what? It don't change nothing. But you know, we'll choose to want to hang around. People like that, the disobedient, the prideful, the liars, those who are unclean, those who got hidden sin, those who act as if they live for y'all, but choose, you know what I'm saying, in the private to live wrong. You know the one who's, you know, you know, gonna be over there talking about he how he love y'all, but a fornicator. Yeah, him or her. The one that's abusive, the one that's aggressive, the one that talk about everybody all the time, the one that don't honor the Shabbat, the one that don't, don't keep the feast. We'll tolerate more than that. But you know what? That's a shame on us. We will let folks put down y'all and won't say nothing back to them. Ain't nobody finna dog out y'all. They ain't gonna defend them. And how, how you love y'all then if you can't defend them? Oh, that means, it's, uh, you, you mean tell me smart, smart, smart about your mama, you ready to fight? You put a little y'all above your mama. <laughs> you know. So anyway, <clears throat> the leper also, and everyone that have an issue. Now, what kind of issue? They might got issues. What do you mean anybody got the issue? Look here. Even that woman that had the issue of blood was not supposed to be around them. I don't care if it was, you know, you know, you're trying to pick and she was diseased. She was a fornicator. If you look at Mark, if you look at Luke and, and, and them, it, said, it, it gives you the word sexual flux. Equips with the Hebrew word zub, and she was unclean. Leviticus 15 talks about it, and also, and also, also, um, also, also, Leviticus 12. Leviticus 12 is dealing with the woman giving birth, and the the, the, the mother, and, and 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 how long she was doing with this when it comes to the son or daughter. 15 is dealing with fornication, being unclean, catching STDs. And the Most High says, everyone that have an issue, the Hebrew word is what, somebody? Zub. It ain't talking about no free to flow in the water. It's having a sexual flux. 
to waste away, to gush out a discharge. Spinning like Uber, 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 then. The unclean, the ones that went around and getting down. But get what? We don't care. That's my sister. That's my brother. And then we back in our time. We call the boy, the man that does that, a pimp. <laughs> my man, a player. He a home, he a stone player. Well, look here, pimp. The man first. Did you want to be the head, brother? The leader? Leviticus 15.2 says this, speak unto the children of Yisrael. Unto who? The children of Yisrael. That ain't all, that ain't just a man. It's all of them. We want to call the women hoes. <laughs> but what about you? Speak unto the children of Yisrael and say unto them, when any man have a running issue, same word, ain't Out of his flesh because of his issue, because because he he ain't got no menstrual flux, mm -hmm. so it gotta be that right there, huh? Chlamydia, scooting out, skew. How you want to call it? Where we, you want to call it? Getting up out of you. He is what unclean. Tom May, he's defiled. He polluted. And this shall be his uncleanliness in his issue. In his zoo, in his seminal flux. His tumor, his impurity, his filthiness. Mm -hmm. So this is his filthiness in his issue. Whether his flesh run with his issue, whether his flesh run with his issue. You know what I mean when they say his flesh, right? Peter Paul. When you sit like that, then to help you out. To kind of get some of y'all, but you gotta still sit in your mind to kind of to, to kind of get y'all some some relief. So he, he just being too graphic. Yeah, like y'all ain't never seen it. Yeah, no. I'm just being real. Come on. Even the kids these days watch porn and African and elementary school. So I ain't saying nothing nobody don't know. And this shall be his issue. In his excuse, and this shall be his uncleanliness in his issue. Whether his flesh run with the, his issue or his flesh be stopped from his issue. He is unclean. Whether you have an STD or you don't, just because you are a fornicator. This is your issue. Every bed whereupon he lieth. So not him laying down going to sleep, but every bed where he lay up on to have sex on. It's unclean. So Shakab, not him laying down resting, but every bed that he lay down for his sexual connection is unclean. So when he is a fornicator, when he got when he got side pieces, when he trying to run around and get him a little bit of it, get him a little taste. You know how the men be talking. I hear me. I look here. I've been around men for a long time. I'm gonna give me some meat. I don't, know, I don't know how the women say it, but I know what the men say. The cheeks, the yams, the meat, the booty. You know, I don't, I don't know how, because I ain't gay. 
I don't, I don't see what it want to me. I don't, I don't understand it. You know, that is perverse. We got the same thing. You know, I can't understand that. But I know what it's about men. So don't try, don't so so young men don't start getting best for your mama to them now. And you said in front of little Billy boy, you know what I'm saying? Talking with your chest out. Yeah, keep the same chest out, the same energy. Young ladies, y'all too. Don't ain't no sense trying to be secret now. So and and, and so so look here. Every bed he have sex on, they have the issue, they have the, the flux. Oh, when he shoot the fire of it. It's unclean. And everything whereupon he sit up shall be, uh-oh, your shop to sit down. When he sit down, y'all. He just when you when, so when you go to the main house and you see where he the, 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 where he sit at, guess what? It's unclean. So when you are around a fornicator, anything he dealing with, sit down upon. You unclean. You unclean just like him. See, you think because you ain't doing it, it don't affect you. It does affect you. And so Yah says, get rid of them. Why? Because they defile you. And he ain't gonna let them defile him. So in order, in order not to kill them, just get rid of them. But we don't want to hang around the fornicator. You just don't know him. Like, that's my friend. Hey, like, yeah, okay. Well, according, says who? But you know, I guess everybody don't want to believe it. Let's keep on going. I get you in a second to get you, get you questions and um, stuff in a second. Or comments in a second. Okay. Go ahead, Isaiah. Get you a bit far, go. go ahead. It makes sense now. The Paul is going back to Torah says, when don't even eat with the fornicator. Don't call him. A, if he mm -hmm. calls himself a brother and is a fornicator, he ain't supposed to be around. What, 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 what book is that? Mm -hmm. I got it. Is it First Corinthians? Is it coming with the, with the woman or steps on them? I don't know. Well, find that for me. Go ahead and finish what you're saying. Then find that for me. But you go, going back to tour, don't even eat with that person. And you people are like, why can't you do it unclean? You may not see as unclean as on the physical, his spirit. That's what we talk about. That it's all spiritual because you may sit around the person, be buddy, buddy with this person, you touch this person, you chilling with him, eating with him, holding, drinking out of his cup. This man that made you unclean, like Samson made his parents unclean, ignorantly, they already eating his honey. You unclean now, not knowing your spirit defiled. I'm trying to figure out why I'm going through this, why I'm having these thoughts all of a sudden. It's crazy. I don't know why I'm going through this. Oh, you, oh, oh, you, oh, you become a fornicator. Yeah. Birds don't feather flock together. Uh -huh. Bad company corrupts good habits. Uh -huh. Corrupts good manners. Look here, that's all. Okay, so now, so, so and I've seen girls hang around other girls, and that girl, she be losing the bell. The thing, you know, she lose too. I seen dudes the same way. Being around other folk that living wrong and you be around there, you influenced by them. You know, so so this first Corinthians 5:11. So this is Paul talking about Torah. So so now we can see Paul in the Torah. Let's, let's see something. So Paul did with the Torah right here then. He right. didn't do no church. And everybody talking, you know, you don't follow the law. Well, Paul taught the Torah. This, this is Torah then. But now I have written to you not to keep company. If any man that call it called that is called a brother or Israel, those in the Torah and the covenant, be a fornicator. Or or sister Hello, you did covetous, or an idolater, or a reller, 
or a drunkard or an extortioner. Are we talking about these right here? With such, with such a one, know not to eat. For what have I to do with, well, for what have I to do with judge? For what have I to do, excuse me, for what have, for, for what have I to do to judge them also that are without? Do not you judge them that are within? He said to judge them that are without, he's talking about those who are not Israel, those who don't know the Torah, those who don't know the covenant. We, we don't judge them. They don't know no better. We got to judge. They got to know the word. We got to judge them who are in the Torah. But 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 them that are with, but them that are without Yahuwah judges, Elohim judges, because he going to deal with them. Therefore, put away from among yourself that wicked person, the one that's a brother who you know is wrong. But you know what, though? We let our feelings every time override the flesh, and we'll put our, excuse me, override the spirit, and we'll put ourselves in harm's way for our brother, we wind up being dead. Well, let me tell you something, bro. I don't want to die with you. I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna even lie to you. I don't want to die. Nice way to sin. Yeah, yeah. I, now I, I want to live, so you can get mad at me and, and tell me I'm weak, you know, and I'm pie and I'm monkey, you know. When I, when I, when I changed my life and I was your neighbor, they called me pie. He pie. He monkey. You know. He weak. You know. They call me all them stuff. You know. And my with my weak. Pie, monkey seal. Guess what? I got from around them. And my life turned out to be a little bit better. <laughs> you know? So I praise y'all for me being pie, a wicked monkey. <laughs> if that's the case, then. Anyway, and it says, uh, and it says, and whosoever is defiled by the dead. Now, first of all, we're supposed to touch no dead bodies. And not just dead bodies, but those who are spiritually dead. Get them from around you. Guess what? Zara artist being special day, and y'all put her out of the camp. And she should have been ashamed of herself throughout Miriam, who was supposed to be a prophetess. Let me tell you something, because you call yourself a prophet or a prophet or a moray, don't mean you not that you that you that you ain't spiritual dead. Don't mean that you know y'all because you call yourself dead. Miriam was instead to be a prophet from the eyes of y'all. And what she told her mom and her daddy is in Hebrews 11. But yet it's still she had zero art. Because her heart was changed. The prophet that prophesied and told them what's going to happen still was trying to be wicked in her heart, and y'all gave her zero art. And also touching a dead body. You know, many of us, when some of the people die, we were kissing on the jaw. I had an auntie that get in the casket with her. Rubbing their hands, and yeah, you defiling yourself. I can touch you. That's your flesh. That's your spirit. Excuse me. That's your soul. That's your, that's your feelings. You're saying and doing that because how you feel. And a lot of times that we will do, we will, we will, we will defy y'all, we'll go against y'all, we'll we'll speak bad at him, to him, about him, and we'll sin against him based on how we feel. And we think it's okay. You think you tell y'all, well, you know, man, I, he know my heart. I can touch it. You know, I ain't going to be the fire. No, guess what? You're going to still be the fire. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. In the building, because the most high is teaching, he's telling them, you know, sometimes like you know, your, your mom or your family member, you, 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 the most high did allow uh, some of them to become unclean for, for their families. Not the high priest, though. Yeah, something 
you know, but guess what? That's that, that's from y'all allowing uh, allow uh they don't <laughs> just uh <laughs> being a mortician. You know, stop being a mortician. <laughs> <and repent>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but uh, they touch dead bodies all the time. Yeah. But um, so the thing is, you got to get past your personal feelings when it comes to doing the will of y'all, and you got to begin to walk and do y'all's word by your what somebody spirit. Your spirit has to be clean. You can't allow your flesh, your corner mind, to override your feelings. Your, 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 your uh, excuse me, your spirit. You gotta humble yourself. You gotta resist the adversary. You got to, you know, pull down the strongholds. You have to walk by faith and know that when y'all is telling you these things, he's not saying these things to be mean or rude or or wicked or evil towards you. He's saying these things to help you, teach you to have life. And he's most definitely saying these things so that you all can approach him have access to him, to have that shalom, to have, to, to be able to get that, that micha, that thanksgiving offering, to be able to get, have that hata'a, that sin offering, to be able to, be able to do them trespass offers, to be able to be in his presence. And you can't do that or be in there being unclean. The most high even said that the, the, can't no bastard even come to the temple. We think of having that. We think we think a bastard is somebody who didn't know their daddy. That's not what a bastard really is. A bastard is an unruly, rebellious person, bad, don't care nothing about you. Man. That's why who just don't have no, 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 no everybody on the planet got a daddy. You you were just born by yourself. Nope. And some folks, and some folks, and y'all says take care of the fathers and the widows. So he understands about those who a bastard does not always mean a bastard does not always mean neither an illegitimate son. It's the the rebellious one, the one who's the, who's bad, don't care. You just ugh, you you disrespectful because you can have a child that don't have their dad. They can walk in y'all, and and, and, and y'all have been told telling Ezekiel to quit using that proverb. In Israel, or the children being teeth being set on edge because of the sins of the father. Ezekiel 18, he said, quit using that proverb. He loved every individual for themselves, right? So anybody can come to Yah on their own and repent and seek him, and he will, you know, bring them to him. He even took Abraham from his daddy and Joseph from his daddy. You know what I'm saying? And Mashiach, they probably talked about him and said, that ain't Joseph, boy. That boy don't like Joseph. Look how tall Joseph is and how tall he is. They're like, what? And y'all was Hush's father. So it's not just not having a daddy. It's, 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 it's a rebellious, bad, unruly child. Anyway, both male and female, shall you put out without the camp, shall you put them that they defile not their camps in the midst wherever I dwell. Put them out so they want to defile y'all where I dwell. You know why? Because y'all can't be around you and dwell around you when you unclean. He's set apart. And he requires for us to be set apart. We be so deep on things that don't even matter, but when it comes to the word, we be we don't we start getting shallow. Anyway, anybody, anybody got any questions, comments on this? I put a question in the comments. Um, 
how do like people that work with dead people, how do they get clean? Oh, well, you know, the blood, I say this right here, um, the blood, the Mashiach runs parallel with the, with the natural and, and, and with the, with the, uh, the Ruach. So that blood that was shed for us over 2000 years ago, still runs fresh in the spirit. And I believe that, you know what I'm saying, through our prayers and through our, through, through seeking Yah and repenting, the most high through the blood of Mashiach will cleanse us from all our sins and defile and unrighteousness and, 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 you know, anything that makes us unclean. So the blood of the Messiah, you know, uh, makes us clean. You know, even though we don't have, we don't have a temple or a tabernacle, you know, uh, today we still have Yahushua HaMashiach who, who gave, who gave his life for all of us. And I believe that it was, it's because of his blood that we are, we have that opportunity to be clean and be able to have access to Yah. Thank you. That makes sense. Praise Yah. Yes, sir. Did I hear the question? Okay. Also think about Tobit. Because Tobit, he buried his brother. He buried his brethren that was slain by a Snickerib. Uh -huh. But he was a righteous man. Though he was unclean. Right. He was still a righteous man because of the action he did. He still buried your slain brethren in the tree. Though. I mean, he was prophesied. Right. He ate his feast of Solomon. Uh -huh. But you see the after effects of still doing that. He was depressed, though. All his feasts were sad because he saw this all the time. They tried to kill Toby for burying his brother. They was mad at him, or the uh, Syrians was mad at him. But so, did you did you hear him about talking about Toby? So Toby from northern from northern kingdom. He's from Naphtali. From from Naphtali. And Toby was he 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 uh, he he was a mortician or a grave digger one because he he, he still buried his brother and he went outside and laid down one day by by the because uh, he might have some problems about some stuff like that, but he. He went outside and laid down by the, by the gate and when he, when he went to sleep, a bird pooped in his eye. He became blind. And the Most High, you know, healed his eyes and cast the, the demon as Moses from the woman when Tobias went. So, you know, y'all can make you clean. You know, I think right here as far as, um, that's a good question, Phyllis. Let's go back up here. I think I think also being defied by the dead, it's not necessarily just touching the dead bodies, but it's just, you know, the dead could be, Anything that, that doesn't have that, that doesn't have that life in it from Yah. So I think that it's also a matter or a condition of our heart, you know, how we carry ourselves, our ways, our ways of thinking, you know, um, because some folks have a job to do, some folks have responsibilities to do. Yah understands that, but those who are, you know, most so wicked or don't care or just going against his um, his uh, Taurus is is a uh, is wrong. Now, now this day right here, this day right here is is. Also says a uh, knee fish, you know. So now let's, let's look at it. So it says who who whoever who, so so let's, let's look at it. So whoever is defied by the soul. So my, it's not just a dead body, but a dead mindset, dead wicked heart. You know, somebody who 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 got worthless ways of thinking. You know, somebody who don't don't have regard. So it's, it's, it's not necessarily a body; it's your your soul. It could be a mental thing. Somebody who, you know, doing foolish, craziness stuff, rebellious, vain. So, you know, it, 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 it could be beyond beyond just you know a natural body. Anybody else? Yes, ma'am. I was gonna say um, another reason why I appreciate the way uh, y'all led you to teach because while we get the context. 
of what scripture is saying, we also get this spiritual uh, uh, application, a reality, a duality. Um, and I was just considering the culture of morticians then, at the time, many different times within scripture, you see uh, things noted, what morticians did, but I'm more so reminded of how um, Sarah's death mm. was noted, mm. who was able to touch her, who could mourn her, and how, and when. And so my thought would go to, and it's just uh, it's just what I believe y'all revealed to me, and it's just me thinking. I haven't seen it in scripture yet, but just looking at those situations and even Aharon, mm -hmm. who, who uh, well, y'all buried Moses, but looking at the high priest and who was not able to touch the dead body and who was, that y'all would provide that mortician or that was your uh, livelihood culturally, um, a son to inherit, to be able to do that uh, the one who died or that, that near one, that loved one uh, that died to you, I would see it as y'all giving him an opportunity to have workers with him that he may mourn, not necessarily touch. Uh, but when we look at the dynamics of how Sarah was buried, the instructions that were given, um, who could mourn, when they mourn, Jacob to Avram, uh, I think we can look at the context of how Yah shows us that the blood of Hamashiach spiritually gives us an opportunity to always remain set apart, you know, because uh, you have morticians to this day. And I would wonder, ones that are set apart, you ha they have to have them. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. they, have, they have to have them. Not unless they have open sepulchers that we don't know about, caves and tombs mm. where people are literally being mummified. Right. Which you can reach back to Lazarus. You can also look at Yahusha's burial and the things that took place and how they did it and why they did it in the manner that they did. So I wouldn't necessarily uh, take the scripture we're reading out of context. People be like, well, you know, some people don't touch morticians. <laughs> some people don't have no feelings with them. But we all have our proper place. Uh, I mean, we, our career and what we do has its proper place before y'all, especially dealing with death, if it's anything concerning that. So my thought would be, what's the difference in a mortician that touched living bodies and a soul that is dead before y'all, dead within? Mm -hmm. So how would you handle that? People get stuck on the career and what they do and, and, and don't study the scripture from a uh, context perspective, natural perspective, relating it spiritually to what's being said. And we throw the baby out with the bath water. Right. So I think right. we can look at the deaths and burials of our ancestors and see how y'all was strategic and how he allowed them to mourn so they wouldn't be unclean. Right. Praise Yah. That's good. Thank you. That's good. Also, um, when you look at Leviticus 21, it, it speaks about, you know, touching the dead. So, uh, let me just read a little bit of this right here. And Yahuwah spoke unto Moses, Yahuwah spoke unto Moses, saying, this is to the priest, speaking to the priest, the sons of Aaron, and said to them that bear 
uh, that there shall none be defiled for the dead among his people. But look here. Don't be defiled by the dead among your people. Let everybody just brought this up, brought this out. But uh, but but for his kin that is near to him. So that is his mama, and for his father, and for his son, and for his daughter, and for his brother, and for his sister, a virgin, his sister, a virgin now, that that is not unto him, which have no husband. For her, he may be defiled. Why? Because if she's not a virgin, she got a husband, and her children can do it. You know, but if she's a virgin, you know, then you know he can do it. But but he shall not defile himself, being a chief man among his people, to profane himself. So when the, so 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 we can we can make ourselves unclean for our family members, those who we love, those who we, who 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 we have to. Now, if you would notice, you don't see that you don't see it talk about the, the, the priest or, or or his wife. So her husband is not to defy the priest now, the high priest, because the, the priest husband, the priest or the husband of the women, the wives, they they did for that, you know, uh some. But now the high priest could never do that. You know, but um, but but when it comes to your family member, you can defile yourself. Because y'all, and, and then and there's a ritual that you can become clean as well. Everything on here we've seen is, is you can become clean, you know. But now, old Bucky Boo over there, old Billy Earl, yes, cousin Jennings, you know, yeah, you make yourself unclean. And a lot of times, a lot of times, that's done through emotions. A lot of times, it's done based on feelings instead of based on what's best. It's just like a mom and a daddy, two parents in the home. And, and, and that knows what's best for their children. They're giving their children instruction and they're trying to teach them because they know what's best to help. But the children think is is is, is something wrong. I can't even do it. You know, I got one of my grandbabies. Uh every time something go away. Why all the time? Every time. And she gonna say every time. And her mind, every time I can't never have this. Every time I, this can't happen. Every time, but it's not every time. Because it's as you say that now because. You don't like the situation, you know what I'm saying? And that's how we do as the children of y'all. We 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 just we don't really weigh things out to really look at it like we're supposed to. We just get in our feelings and deem something to be fair based on feelings. But it, 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 it's all done and said, you all for our benefit, for our protection, because y'all loves us. Praise y'all. Hallelujah. So now we, we we dealt with last week as well about you know uh, your gift forgiveness. People who you who who you offend that you listen you got to get it right. Even Matthew five says, "Bring your gift to the altar." You can precept it from the scripture. Let's read it. Speaking to the children of Israel, when a man or a woman shall commit any sin, that mean that mean when a woman or when a man or a woman shall commit any sin that men commit, in count breaking the Torah, to do a trespass against Yah. And that person be guilty. So, so, so any sin that men commit to do a trespass, as we found out, we, we understand that a trespass is a, a is, is intentional. It's intentional sin. It's something you're doing on purpose. You know what I'm saying? You guilty. They shall confess their sins which they have done, and they should go to that person who they have sinned against and restore, give, you know, fix it. They should confess their sins which they have done. 
and he shall be and he shall recompense his trespass with the principle thereof and add unto it the fifth part thereof and give it unto him against whom he have trespassed. So you got to go get right with the person you seem to get, huh? And you got to go do your very best and give your very best. Ain't it right? And, and guess what now? The most high requires for us, to, for us to see each other as precious to one another. He requires that. He requires for us, us to see each other as being precious to one another. He requires for us to uh, us to um to be concerned about each other. Y'all requires that. And when you don't, and we, look here, you should be able to understand that most folks don't don't care though, do they? But guess what? You if you can't go get rid of your brother, remember y'all y'all you y'all got no dealings. You got to repent about it. It's got to be brought up. It has to be discussed. Now, if your brother's not there, then you can bring it before y'all, and you got to bring it before y'all. Well, that's only if you if you if they're not there. If they're alive and well, you can still get in touch. It's me and y'all right here, probably on this Zoom line, you YouTube line, and they're offending people. You ain't going to get to apologize and fix it. Even some of these leaders, I got folks that done the bash put down. I ain't came back and apologized, fixed it yet. But guess what? But we're gonna see us be up there and give y'all the steam, huh? And thank y'all for receiving that. They just make you stupid. I'm just being real with you. It's just like me as a father in my house. And, and I got Isaiah and I got Malachi. And I know that Isaiah and Malachi got a problem with each other. And they, and they got beef. And y'all think y'all finna come for me and do y'all fake claps. And then like y'all got it. And I know y'all got a problem. Do you honestly think I'm going to be happy? Do you think I'm going to go on? No. So what make you think that y'all would do like that? Not when the foundation is love. I mean, I just want to know that we love y'all, but don't. How can you tell me you love y'all, but yet and still you can't even get right with your brother? You hate your brother, and your brother is made in the image of y'all. Your brother got the spirit of y'all on the inside of him, and you mean tell me you love y'all, but you can't part. You, you can't love that part of y'all on the inside of your brother. You you know you lying. I love you, y'all. Yeah, okay. But you can't. You won't even speak to your brother. Then done it wrong. You won't even give him a phone call and apologize. Hey, brother, you don't do none of that stuff. You just keep on going. You in the flesh and you lying. Show me the tour of that. I dare you to die. <laughs> okay, don't believe me. They shall confess their sin, which they have done, and he shall recompense his trespass. With the principle, this Torah. So everybody said, you know, I got to pay Yahweh first. I'm not going to apologize. Flesh. You know how to use the flesh? Because the Bible says something different than what you say out of your mouth. You ain't got to pay Yahweh first. You got to follow his word on what he said to fix it. Yah is never going to tell you don't fix it. If he do, he's a liar. He go against his own word. He's not a man. He should lie. Y'all been mad for 20 years, 30 years. Upset and angry. They ain't gonna never talk to you no more. Hmm. And you love y'all. <laughs> and y'all still speak to you strongly, prophesy. I think ain't any prophets, ain't any prophet. You a false prophet and a false prophetess. A, a, a prophet gonna follow y'all's word after your feelings. I'm not. <laughs> they're supposed to. I'm just IJS. And if you feel I'm picking, maybe y'all is itchy. They shall confess their sins. 
that sin which they have done, and he shall recompense his trespass with the principle thereof, and add unto it the fifth part thereof, and give it unto him, and give it unto him against whom he have trespassed. But if the man have no kinsman to recompense, the man has no kinsman. You can't find a person to recompense the trespass unto, then let the trespass be recompensed unto Yah. You still got to get the best you get. Go give it to Yah and get right with him. If the man have no kinsman, that means you got to get it right with that person. You got to find him. You got to find it. You got to fix it. If you can't, only if you can't, then you go to Yah. Even to the priest. You give it to Yah, give it to the priest beside the ram, beside the ram of the atonement, whereby an atonement shall be made for him. <laughs> You know, folks, man, he tripped. Okay, yeah, let me trip in. You see it? Right here, right there. Okay, let's look at that. Matthew 5 23 says, There. It says, Therefore, if thou bring thy gift, then now look here now. This is the whole thing. One so you you got a problem. You angry, you upset, you offending somebody. Mashiach bring out your head. It's, 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 it's the spirit of it. It's your heart. Get it out of your heart. You have heard that it was said by them of old time, Thou shalt not kill, no murder. You heard that. And whosoever shall kill shall be in danger of the judgment. But I said to you that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of judgment. You, 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 anytime you have unforgiveness and you don't fix it seven times seven, you got to always forgive. Okay. So you should never be without a call. You should always have forgiveness, huh? You ain't, you ain't forgave, huh? You might be in trouble yourself, huh? Without a call shall be a danger of judgment, and whosoever shall say to his brother, Raka, like a uh, black panther, Raka, <laughs> Raka, shall be, yeah, this might be shall be in danger of the council. But whosoever shall say, thou fool, shall be in danger of hell fire. Now, you're talking about people having problems with each other, right? Therefore, if thou bring thy gift, you've got to go fix it like the Torah says. Give your gift here and go and fix it. Therefore, if thou shalt bring thy gift to the altar, the gift of the sacrifice you got to give for that shalom, for that thanksgiving, for your forgiveness. Everything on the inside of you has to be transferred because Yah says in Leviticus 1, beginning in verse 5, when you come for this volunteer offering, it, 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 your sacrifice you, you bring has to be Talmud. It got to be whole. It got to be without blemish. You got to bring it before Yah. Yah got to look at it and it got to be Talmud. It has to be whole. Why? Because when you transfer, when you lay your hands on it and see everything on the inside of you has to come out of you and into that sacrifice, that guilt, and it dies. So if you still got unforgiveness in your heart, then you, then you still in sin. There's, there's no shalom with you and Yah. But you know, we think we just get up and keep on going, though. I ain't got to tell them I'm sorry. I ain't got to fix it. You like, you, yeah, you got to. <laughs> All the arrogant booze, you high minded folk, you got to fix it. Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, and then remember that thy brother have all against you. 
leave there your gift before the altar and go to go thy way first and be reconciled to your brother. And then come and offer your gift. I ain't gonna go no further on that because you know people you get to lose everybody's attention, everybody start the attention span start getting shot then when it comes to telling the truth. Ain't it? So anyway, you gotta get it. You got to go get it, y'all. I said you got to go get it. And you gotta fix it, you know. But now the test for our daughters. We saw this last week, and we kind of quoted this week, some of this week with John 5, but we're not gonna go to John 5 today. <laughs> I just want to just brace on this stuff. I mean John 8. Him and the, uh, the woman coming out. Yeah, I just wanted to bring something that make y'all think y'all go read your Bible. But let's look at it from another way. Yahuwah spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Yashorel, and say unto them, Israel, if any man's wife go aside and commit a trespass against him, and a man lie, not tell a story on him, but uh oh, same thing that we saw down in uh, the, 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 the first part, the Sakab. Have a sexual connection. Another man busting her down. Well, 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 I'm just saying how I say it. You don't want nobody to bust her down, do you? No. Okay. I'm trying to be polite. So what I'm supposed to say? A little man wrote a message hold a hand. Okay. Knock her down. I ain't, okay, I ain't talking about this out. And a man lie with her carnally. Lie with her, what y'all? Carnally, in the flesh. Shekabah. Lying down for the sexual act. The copulation. And I ain't talking about the masturbation part. I'm talking about laying down with a corner. His hand ain't gonna hit him. And it be hid from the eyes of her husband. She sneak that old side, Pete, over there over at the, at the blue roof in, red roof in, I mean, or the, or, or, or the best western. You over there, you over there, all American Inn over there on the south side of town in the back. You and Miss Jones. Y'all got a thing? Going on. Yeah. You mean every day at 6 30. <laughs> but no one knows we're there. Holding hands. Y'all y'all know this the next song. Come on, y'all know y'all y'all knew. Y'all knew. Uh 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 <laughs> y'all knew that, 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 that that's an adulterous song. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what other song? All night chance. It's two o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that the conjunction. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 that's that's a song about straight fornication. Remember that Cheryl Pepsi Riley? Pepsi, ah, what she was saying. Husband, my desire for you is strong. Somebody oh. else's husband she was sleeping with. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, 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 oh it's Shirley Murdoch. It's Shirley Murdoch. Yeah. That's what I meant to say, Shirley Murdoch. Ooh, and look, we been that song. As we lay, 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 as um, fornicate, and a man lie with her carnally, and to be hid from the, from the eyes of her husband, and be kept closed, and she be defiled, and there be no witness against her, neither she be taken to the manor. Then you can always bring it to Yah. Sometimes it be the Most High bringing you to let you know what's going on. 
Sometimes it be your insecurities. Let's look at verse 14. And the spirit of jealousy come upon him, and he be jealous of his wife. Not just of her, like, because of jealousy, like, you're doing better than me. I think if a man get, get envious of his wife because she make more money than him, you're a foolish man. If my wife was a millionaire, she wouldn't make all that money, baby, go ahead. <laughs> I ain't going to stop you. <laughs> you can take care of me if you want to. I mean, I just, I'm going to work. I'm going to do my job as a man, but I ain't going to get mad at the little money she got. <laughs> you know, but it don't mean jealous like that. It don't mean jealous because she get attention. Je jealous is not a bad thing. Now, who else says he's jealous? You become jealous of something that belongs to you, and you don't want nobody having that. You know, but envying is bad. Insecurity. It's not good because when you become insecure, you don't trust your spouse. And sometimes that's what men deal with. Some men just deal with insecurities, but some men do deal with jealousies. But the, like, 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 like we just read in Proverbs uh, uh, 3, trusting y'all with all your work. Your, men and women do insecurities. You got some crazy women too now who will cut you and stab you. <laughs> but Proverbs 3, Verse uh, three and five says, three through five says, trust in Yahweh, what? All your heart, all your intellect, all your mind, what you think, how you feel, what you want, and lean not to what? Your own understanding. So you ought to take it to Yah and not just, you cheating on me. I don't know how many times I hurt, I hurt my wife's feelings by saying them things to her as being a young man, you know, being insecure. But she haven't showed me nothing. It's just my insecurities that I guess she looked too pretty for me. She fine and somebody else may want her. Well, sometimes it's a lack of trust. So you need to go to Yah and pray. If you're insecure, then Yah help you. And if she's cheating, then Yah will show you. Just like he'll show her about you. Okay, look here. Then the man shall bring his wife unto the priest, and he shall bring her offering for her. So he's going to bring his wife. He's going to bring her to the priest. He's going to bring his offering for her. Of the tenth part of an ephah of bar a barley meal, he shall pour no oil upon it, nor put fragrances thereon, for it is an offering of jealousy. So he's gonna bring an offering to for her. He ain't gonna pour no 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 uh no fragrances thereon. He he he's he gonna do it how they want it. It's an offering of jealousy, an offering of memorial, and it's gonna bring the iniquity or the, or the wrongdoing. So what it's gonna do is it's gonna support. Or is it going to Avon? Let's go to Sakar first. So Sakar says it's, 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 going, it's going to bring to remembrance. He's going, he's going, he's going to bring reaccount re of it. Or is it going to be Avon, perverse, evil, mischief, punishment, iniquity? Let's read, let's reread it. It says, um, where, where, where I'll start it. He shall pour, he shall pour no oil upon it, nor put fragrances thereon. For it is an offering of jealousy and offering of memorial, bringing iniquity to remembrance. So it should be the word zakar. It's going to let you remember. It's going. It's, it's going to bring. It's, it's going to show. It's going to be exposed. And the priest shall bring her near and send her before Yah. Now remember, what are you? What are you? When you are bringing your offering and you're doing these things, where are they bringing it, y'all? To the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. Who sits in the door of the tabernacle of the congregation and looking out? Yah. Yah himself is looking at you. So 
The priest gonna say before the most high. And y'all gonna expose him. See, one thing about it, see, we think being secret is we can do that. Y'all, let me tell you something. Hmm. Ain't nothing you do gonna, 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 gonna be hidden from the, the eyes of the most high. He gonna bring whatever you got going on out. No matter, no matter how much you want to hide it. If you made your, the eyes of y'all are in every place beholding the evil and the good. Look here. I heard somebody say, if you made your bed in here, y'all is there. Matter of fact, but she, I gave a true story. The only, only Elohim could understand when he gave a story about the rich man and Lazarus. He said, in the hell, the rich man lives with his eyes. And they tell over here, Abraham, look here, his lips dry. He needs something to drink. He tormented over there. Help me out. Can you please ask Lazarus to touch the water to touch my lip with the Mashiach told a true story. Look here. That man was in here. Go tell go see my brother up there and tell them they don't want to come down here. He said, they got Moses and the prophet. There ain't going to be no ghosts. If they don't believe the Torah, there ain't going to be no dead man. But look here. I think it's it, though. We'll believe the flesh over y'all. <laughs> y'all ain't going to see no ghosts come talk to you about it. You better have faith in his word. <laughs> yeah, he got to scare you to do what's right. You got to do it out of love of your heart. But you know how we do, though? We just do it because we want to act a certain way. You know, but the most high will bring it to remembrance. And Yahuwah is the one that sits at the door of the tabernacle. They're looking out at you while you bring your gift to the altar and the priest doing his thing. And once they do what y'all say, he's going he gonna to bring understanding to the situation. So verse 17 says this, and the priest shall take the set apart water in an earthen vessel. He'll get some water in an earthen vessel, some set apart water. And of the dust that is in the floor of the tabernacle, the priest shall take it and put it into the water. So he'll get, he'll get an earthen vessel. He'll get some dust and some dust from the tabernacle. He's going to put it in the water. Going to get it all in that good. And the priest going to set the woman before Yah and going to uncover the woman's head. Now I hear them say you got to cover her head. For, you can, you can, woman can't go for Yah with a head cover. You know what I'm saying? According to the religious folks. You know what I'm saying? But this right here, you got ain't no head covered on this is y'all. Oh, we didn't expose something. Anyway, and the priest shall set the woman before y'all and uncover the woman's head and put the offering of memorial in her hands. He's gonna put the offering in her hands, which is the jealous offering. Who's gonna bring priest gonna set the thing up, gonna put it in her hands. She's going to be holding the jealous offering. And the priest shall have in his hand the bit of water that caused the curse. So he's going to give her the jealous offering that she brought. The offering of jealousy is right here. We just, we just read it. He said, and this is the offering of the jealousy. Remember that right there, y'all? And what's, what's the offering of jealousy? It's going to be a tenth part of an ephah, a barley meal. That's the jealousy offering. He's going to put it in her hand. The priest is going to have the water in his hand in an earthen vessel. Right? That's what it say. So y'all y'all still follow me. And um we're we gonna start. And the priest shall set the woman before y'all and uncover the woman's head and put the offering, um uh, uncover the woman's head, put the offering of the memorial in her hands, which is the jealousy offering, and the priest shall have in his hand the bit of water that caused the curse. Now what kind of curse is this? That caused the curse our rule or bitter curse. It's going to be a staking curse right here, y'all. And the priest shall charge her by an oath. You're going to put a word on it. So he said he's going to charge her by an oath. So it's going to be Shabbat. Swear. It is, it is it's by repeating. 
a declaration, an oath, or is it going to be eight? As such, anybody, anybody want to take a stab at which, one, which one's going to be? It's going to be Shabbat. He's going to charge it by oath. He's going to make a swear by it. He's going to make a put it on. So a swear call. <laughs> and the priest and, and, and the priest shall charge her by an oath and say unto the woman, if no man have lain with thee. Excuse me, excuse me. What's it doing? If thou hast not gone, it said, and the priest shall charge her by an oath and say unto the woman, if no man have lain with thee, and if and if thou hast not gone aside to uncleanliness, what? And the most highly with them in the camp, huh? So if thou hast not gone aside to uncleanliness with another instead of thy husband, then be you be thou free from this bitter water that caused the curse. If you ain't done that, then you're gonna be free. Then he's gonna then he gonna say this to her. But if you have gone aside to another instead of your husband. And if thou be defiled, and some man have lain with thee beside thy husband, then the priest shall charge the woman with the oath of the cursing. And the priest shall say unto the woman, Yahuwah make you a curse, be a curse, and an oath among thy people. And Yah, excuse me, an oath among thy people. And when, and when Yahuwah doeth make thy thigh rot, and thy belly to swell. Thy thigh. Man, look here, y'all. Uh, let me say this to you. Uh, let me say this to you. It's, 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 it's inside of her legs. Um, so it's a little more than that. Come on, what I'm saying? Uh, yes. Um, the, the thigh mm -hmm. right here, you go back. The genital area, mm. depending upon, and Sister Heather's on there, and people who know the study of the body. Right. He's saying specifically her thigh, but the genital mm -hmm. area, just like most men don't know right. what the growing is. Right. It, it's that portion in the thigh, mm -hmm. the loin inner side mm -hmm. of the thigh, and I believe the pelvic mm -hmm. area. Mm -hmm. Right. As well. Her private parts. In, 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 portion in, you know, her personal area, you know, all up in there, you know. Maybe her womb, maybe her, um, you know, her body. This is going to be right there. And, and, and women, you know, by the women's body, you know, than me. If you, if you click on the H33. This one right here. Where you at? The thigh. If you don't see it, I can find it. Let me see. The thigh. Oh, right here. H3409. Yeah, rake. Be soft, demeaning. The thigh from the flesh to soften you up by youth and youth. Femism. The genitive parts, the generative parts, figurally a shank, flank, side, body, loins, shaft, side, thigh. So this is going to be something close up to, you know, a personal area, right? So the priest shall charge the woman with an oath of cursing. And the priest shall send to the woman, Yahuwah, make you a curse and an oath among thy people. He make you a curse, Allah. He make you a curse, he make you... Uh, and, and, and excruciation and oath, he make you a curse. Man, goodness. And the oath among thy people, when Yahuwah do make thy thigh to rot and thy belly to swell. So, so a thigh gonna become rot, a summer gonna swell up, 
and the water going to do that. And this water that causes the curse shall go into thy bowels and make thy belly to swell and thy thigh to rot. And the woman shall say, amen, amen. And when she say amen, that means she's agreeing with you. Now look, woo, that's goodness gracious. And when she <laughs> said that, and the priest shall write these words in the book and he shall not brought them out with a bit of water. Now listen, that's what Michelle is writing on the ground, y'all. <laughs> yeah, let me go. Remember, we on, we on the biggest fire. Let me show this. That's what she when when she was coming out of the, uh, uh, of the tabernacle and when they came. First of all, Yahushua is our what? Somebody. He's our great who? He's our great Cohen Gadol, high priest, right? He's our great high priest. He's also the living what? Water. The woman at the well said, "Guess what?" You as I mean, I give you some water you never thirst for. He is everything that we need, and they come to this woman. They they came to him. So when, so when he came, so when, so when they go to Mashiach and he's coming out of the temple, this when he begin to write. That's what he begin to do. Let's go. Okay, uh, we started. We started verse one. John eight and verse one says this. Uh, shalom, shalom. John 8 verse 1 says this, Then Yahushua, Yahushua went unto the Mount of Olives, and early in the morning he came again to the temple, and all the people came unto him, and he sat down and talked to him. Mashiach, where was he at? At the temple, right? In the temple. And the scribes and the Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery. They didn't have nobody, and they came, and, and when they had came and set her in the midst. Now, the, the reason why he says, one way your accusers go no more, I don't condemn is because they broke Torah, bringing her and doing what they did. It ain't that she was not no adultery, because she was. They broke Torah trying to trap him. We'll read that in a second. They said unto him, Master, Master, <laughs> this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. Now, ain't no man with her. And also, uh, Shalom, Shalom, Cleveland. Ain't no man with her. And also, the, uh, her husband ain't there, right? Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But thou, but, but what thou says, and this this said they tempted him, so they they, they break in Torah that they might have to accuse him. But Yahushua stooped down and wrote with his finger on the ground, as though he heard him not. So they continued asking him, and he lifted himself up and said unto them. He that is without sin among you, let him cast the first stone. So when he began to write, he wrote the words of the curse that the priest wrote. Yes, he did. And, he, and again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. And they that we, and they which heard it being convicted by their own conscience. Because remember what the Torah says now. So you got to understand what's going on. It ain't necessarily about that part, that, that part right there, you all, is dealing with them lying. The Torah says your witness got to be true. And if your witness ain't true, then you receive that punishment that they're supposed to receive. So they was convicted because guess what? The one who's seen it, who the one who catch first off. Hmm. They would have killed her, they had to die too. Because you lied, unjust death. But him right on the ground, that goes to numbers five. And and they which heard it being convicted by their own conscience went out one by one, beginning at the eldest even until the last, and Yahushua was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst. And when Yahushua had lifted, 
And when Yahushua had lifted up himself and saw none but the woman, he said unto her, because he knew what she was, woman, where are thine accusers? Have no man condemned thee? You can't condemn only who can do it. Spirit of jealousy. But see, they're trying to condemn. Even, even the woman's husband can't condemn. He got ready for y'all. Let y'all judge him. Because our mind gives him trouble. So we're trying to trap other folks of them. But this is what he said. She said, no. But he knew that she was like that. No. She said, no, no man, master. And who said to her, neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. So he had mercy upon her. But now let's look at something. Back to Numbers 5. So the priest, beginning at verse, what, 23 was it? And the priest shall write these curses. Hold on, now, what was it? What was it? No, we, we got to write on the ground the words of the curse. Huh? Wait, 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 got it right there. What were we at? Right there, okay. And the priest shall write these curses in the book and he shall blot them out with the bit of water. So you write the curses in the book. Listen, that bit of water was set apart water at first. It only became bitter because of the dirt. <laughs> but she got this water light writing down the curse where he's talking about writing again, he's blotting them out. But you can't be in the flesh to understand what I'm saying. That's the truth. Look at it again. And, and, and the priest shall write these curses in the book, and he shall blot them out with the bitter water. He used to live in water, ain't he? Right on, okay. And he shall cause the woman to drink the bitter water. Now, in Shia's case, she just came to him, he didn't condemn her. But right in the Torah, they got the real water out of the earth to desert. And he shall cause, and he shall, anybody got any, any refute on that before I go any further? Yes, ma'am. You had a question? Oh, any questions I made in my bag? Sorry, thank you for your help. Okay. And he shall cause the woman to drink the bitter water that causes the curse, and the water that causes the curse shall enter into her and become bitter. So, oh, my stomach. Dang, she's going to do she wrong. Oh. <laughs> Then the priest shall take the <laughs> then the priest <laughs> shall take the jealousy offering out of the woman's hand and shall wave the offering before Yah. They ain't doing this. Y'all doing tabernacle. So they, they look at wave before Yah and offer it upon the altar. When she drank that water, she got to present the offering. And the priest shall take a handful of the offering, even the memorial thereof. And burn it upon the altar, and afterwards shall cause the woman to drink the water. And he, and when he have made her to drink the water, then it shall come to pass that if she be defiled and have none and have done trespass against her husband, that the water that causes the curse shall enter into her and become bitter, and her belly shall swell, and her thigh shall rot, and the woman shall be a curse among her people. Now listen. She's gonna be a, uh, an utterly cursed, y'all. It's, 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 it's bad. But look, but not only that, she ain't gonna be able to have a baby. No children. Every woman in Israel wanna have children. And if the woman be not defiled, but be clean, then she shall be free and shall conceive seed. This is the law of jealousies 
when a wife go aside to another instead of a husband and is defiled. So if she if, if she's guilty, then that's going to happen. But if she's not, nothing's going to happen, and she'll be able to have children. See, and the thing is, we need to you know we need to, we need to start putting everything before y'all instead instead of us you know taking matters to our own hands. You got some men that have left their wives and. Then all that stuff because the hearts of their heart when a woman ain't been nothing but a committee. You got some in that leave their wife because you don't like a you you don't like a being uh telling you stuff. You don't like a correcting you. You know what I'm saying? But but that's a the wrong reason to leave to leave a wife. You will say, well, you know, because irreconcilable differences. You know, that's not a good idea. And when the most I give you your wife, some some people wife like my wife, my wife is a bold woman. Now, she don't override me. You know what I'm saying? But I don't want no weak woman. I want somebody that's gonna go 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 tell me by myself. You know, I, I need that. And most and she's gonna do it. <laughs> she's gonna let you know you you doing you wrong for that. You know, you know, you got your back. She'll support. But most men will leave that wife because you just just insecure and you think something going on, you don't have no proof, and you make you making your marriage hard, you don't know how to talk to her, you're making things difficult, y'all can't even get along because you can't even deal with your mind. And the whole time, all you got to do, bro, is go for the most high and pray about it. And y'all will show, he'll show you. Because it might just be your insecurities getting the best of you. Verse 30 says, and then I get you, verse 30 says, or oh, when the spirit of jealousy come upon him, come upon him, and he be jealous over his wife, and shall set the woman before y'all, and the priest shall execute upon her all this law, then shall the man be guiltless from his iniquity. And this woman shall bear her iniquity. So guess what? If he's just insecure, he wrong. So anyway, it goes to wrongdoing. But the wrongdoing may not be your wife. Wrongdoing might be you. It might be you based on how you act. Basically, you got your, got your old young little bell to the side over there. Based on you being insecure. You know, and it may not be her, you know. So what we do as a church with y'all, like Proverbs 3, verse 3 through 5, just said we said earlier, we trust in y'all with all our heart and do what, somebody? Lean not unto our own understanding, but what no, we do. in all your ways. Yeah, and he'll give us the understanding. He'll bring it out. He'll show us. Yes, yes ma'am, Lady Beth. I was just going to say, I think it's every time, and it's, it's always refreshing, never gets old how y'all he deals with everybody in the situation now this is specifically talking about a man that believes his wife is cheating mm -hmm. right yes but y'all deals with the whole dynamic if he jealous okay so Moshe they put something in place this is what will happen if she is guilty, this is what will happen. But at the end of the day, to even approach Yah or to approach the temple about such a situation now within a covenant, it was that was heavy. That was a, a harsh punishment. We look at that. And then you look at the pre the the um the man who's put his wife before before Yah. For, uh, and just say that she was not guilty for no apparent reason and the shame or the, you know, the conflicting that he has within himself, it'd be on his head. Mm -hmm. But if it was true, how y'all dealt with it and he took because 
um, covenant, when you look at it, marriage, the marriage in just all together, we can look at this from a natural perspective, husband and wife. We should see the spiritual aspect of this. And we know Yahusha is not out there. Um, um, what is it? I guess conflicted about us. Mm-hmm. We know he's straight down the middle. So is y'all. It, but it be us. And I think he speaks to us and gives us so many opportunities as the bride of Hamashiach to get ourselves together. Because we all, male man, female man, stand in the place of this woman. Uh And it amazes me every time I read it. He gets us on both. He he leaves nothing undone. Right. The word leaves it. Right. Did y'all hear that? She said, said, look in in the Ruach now. Every male and female man standing in this woman, especially with us being the bride of Hamashiach. You know, you 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 know, are you out there committing idolatry, being unfaithful to Yahweh and another God? Mm-mm, come on now, let's talk about that thing. Yeah. Your thigh gonna rock. You know, young 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 ladies say young ladies' thighs may rock. Man, you hope your balls don't bust. Yeah. You know. Being unfaithful to y'all. I mean what I said, because that's the problem. We don't understand. I, I want you to understand the pain of it is being unfaithful to the most high. Very good. Let's go to number six. Number six. Yeah, so we go ahead and we, 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 not, we, we probably won't finish number six, but we're going to at least get started on it. Praise y'all. <laughs> Anybody got any questions coming before we go any further, though? Before we go any further? I want to also bring up uh, the woman at the well, too. Now, we talked about the woman in adultery, but I think it's even more amazing that Yahushua met her at the well mm-hmm. because the litmus test for sin would be the bitter water and the, the jealousy offering mm-hmm. to prove whether you, you did or you didn't. And you had to drink it. And Yahushua meets the woman in chapter in, in John 4th chapter at the well, the well of the forefathers. So she meets, but she knew the story. Mm-hmm. And Yahushua tells her she is uh, asking for a drink. And her response is, do you know? Or my, he responds to her, do you know who it is you know, you talking that asks you for a drink? Yeah. He said, and she says, uh, she explains about the well, and Yahushua said, if you drink of me, <laughs> you'll never mom. thirst again, this well that you draw from. And I also see when we're looking spiritually at numbers, how Yah not only extended his, his grace towards this woman, and then again towards the man to give themselves another opportunity to get it together if 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 it actually if the tables were turned but if she were not guilty all the triumph mm. it was over that victory that that she was you know being you know put out there to die for she she was victorious it was found out that she was being lied to mm. but Yahushua tells the woman at the well because she was forthcoming did you hear the questions he asked mm-hmm. her? She says, do you answer well? She didn't hide nothing. She be straight to the point. She with took it. her litmus test. She was at the bitter world, the well of the you know, living water talking to uh the, the Hamashiach. Yes. And she was forthcoming. And she grace was extended to her. And that lady was delivered. And she went and told 
of the goodness of the Father. And it was yet amazing, you know, yet amazing because he sent his Talmudin away. You know, that they knew not what had took place. And when we look at number six here, you know, where are your accusers? Go back to Matthew's where, where you were when we brought up the woman at the well. Where was their accusers? Right. And within the home. We can have accusers in the home, y'all, and we we truly, we can be guilty, and there are times when we're not guilty. Mm -hmm. So I would encourage us, you know, to, 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 to truly consider the well in which we've been given to drink from, and that uh, in today's lesson that we see ourselves in the position of this, this woman in which we've all been. And you, because of the uh, mercies and grace of Yahusha, the blood of Yahusha, y'all, we have another opportunity. Praise Yah. I got a ripple of life flowing on me. Hello. That's great. So um, number six, and Yahuwah speak unto Moses, saying, speak unto the children of Yasharal, and say unto them, now a man or a woman can take a Nazarite vow. Not just me. Speaking to the children of Yasharal and said to them, when either a man or a woman shall separate themselves to vow a vow of a Nazarite, separate themselves unto Yahuwah, he shall separate himself from wine and strong drink, and shall drink no vinegar of wine or vinegar of strong drink, neither shall he drink any liquor of grapes, nor eat moist grapes or dried. All the days of his separation. So don't be caught up on, on where he is, y'all, because it's not a man or a woman. All the days of his separation, shall he eat nothing that is made of the vine tree, from the kernels even to the husk. All the days of the vow of his separation shall no razor come upon his head until the days be fulfilled in, the, in which he, he separated himself unto Yah. He shall be set apart and shall let the locks of his hair that the locks of his head, of his hair, of his head grow. Now the locks, he ain't talking about no curly hair. He's talking about these right here that y'all see. Oh my, he, these are called locks for the Negro, <laughs> for the Hebrew. You know what I'm saying? Not the little curly things coming down. Yeah, don't be, don't, don't, don't let go to lots of free bears for you. All the days of those, those Jewish folks over there, that's in Yasharal, that's not the true Israel, fool you by their locks. Read the Bible. Read Deuteronomy 30, you'll find out who they are too. All the days that he separated himself unto Yah, he shall come at no dead body. He shall not make himself unclean for his father or for his mother, Samson, for his brother or for his sister when they die, he, even though he made him unclean when he, he that, that, that hunt out of that dead line. Because the consecration of his, of his Elohim is upon him. All the days of his separation, he is set apart unto Yah. If any man die very suddenly by him, and he have defiled the head of his consecration, then he shall shave his head in the day of his cleansing, on the seventh day, and he shall shave it, if any man defiles him. And on the eighth day, he shall bring two turtles, and the two turtles is two turtle doves, y'all, and two young pigeons, and two priests, to the door of the tablet of the congregation. Is what it says two turtles. I want you to think of people. Y'all want a turtle on the altar? Give me a turtle do <laughs> So I'm going to y'all. On the eighth day, he shall bring two turtles or two, two young pigeons 
to the priest to the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And the priest shall offer the one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering and shall make an atonement for him for he, for, excuse me, for that he sinned by the dead and shall hollow his head the same day. So, 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 so if he sinned by the dead, doing it, that's when he cut his hair, right? And he shall consecrate unto, un, unto Yahuwah the days of separation and shall bring a lamb of the first year for a trespass offering, but the days that were before shall be lost because, because his separation was defiled. How was his separation defiled? Somebody died. We'll, we'll get into it a little bit more. And this is the law of the Nazarite. When the days of his separation are fulfilled, when the days of his separation are fulfilled, the, the Nazarite, he shall be brought unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, and he shall offer his offering unto Yah, one he, one he lamb of the first year, without blemish for a burnt offering, and the one ooh lamb of the first year without blemish for a sin offering, and one ram without blemish for the peace offering, and a basket of unleavened bread, cakes of fine flour mingled with oil, and wafers of unleavened bread, anointed with oil, and their meat offering and their drink offering, and the priest shall bring them before Yah, and he shall offer his sin offering and his burnt offering, and he shall offer the ram for a sacrifice of peace offering unto Yah. With the basket of unleavened bread, the priest shall offer also his meat offering and his drink offering. And the Nazarite shall shave his head of separation at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation and shall take the hair of his head of separation and put it into what? Fire, which is under the sacrifice of the peace offering. Hmm. And the priest shall take the side and shoulder of the ram and one unleavened cake out of the basket and one unleavened wafer, and shall put them upon the hands of the Nazarite after the hair of his head, excuse me, after the hair of his separation to shaven. And the priest shall wave for them a wave offering before Yahuwah. This is set apart for the priest. And the and the wave and the wave and in the wave breast and the heave shoulder. And after that, the Nazarite may drink wine. This is the law of the Nazarite who have vowed and of his offering unto Yah for his separation, beside, beside that, that his hand shall get according to the vow which he vowed, so he must do after the law of his separation. And Yahuwah spake unto Moshe, saying, Speak unto Aharon and to his sons on this wise, you shall bless the children of Yahshua, saying unto them, Yahuwah bless you and keep you. Yahuwah make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Yahuwah lift up his cast upon you and be gracious unto you. Lift up his cast upon you and give you peace. Shalom. You know how we've been saying that? That's what, that, that's what it is, that is. And they and they shall put my name upon the children of Yasharal, and I will bless them. So let's go on. Let's get on back down over here. Let's start over. From the beginning. So the Nazarite vow. So it's, 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 it's only um 
And I've been saying it for a minute, so y'all should know. Please let's let, let have some feedback with me, my folk. Uh, not just in the room with me, but also on the Zoom, you know, and, and YouTube. Y'all can type it in too if y'all want to. Um, who are who who are the three Nazarites that we see being born, being born from birth of Nazarite? Can anybody tell me? Dan Samson. 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 John the Baptist. John the ba Baptist. Um, the third one. Mm. Oh, Samuel. Y'all can't be giving away over here. They hear you hear it, mess me. Okay, so now. And, and I think Samson's mother. Samson's mama was not that. No, no, this just Samson. But she had to remember when the angel was talking to her. She had to refrain from yeah. drinking all of that and set herself apart. Right. Right for him though, remember what the, the mama get the baby get. So anything exactly go to him, but then to make her a Nazarite, he said he shall be one from birth. She was already being grown, so not from birth. You have to be a Nazarite from birth. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is when we let's just read it. Let's, let's read it. Let's read it. Where were we at? Huh? Right. She said, so let me, let, me, let me show you. So she she was she was not a Nazarite from birth. So let me see. That's what I'm asking. In order to be a Nazarite, you have to be a Nazarite from birth? No, 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 no. Could no. you be a Nazarite later on in your life? Yes, you can. Yeah. That's my next question. Mm -hmm. um, but so, right. So no, 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 no. She wasn't, she wasn't from birth, but Samson was. So let's, let's look at Samson first. Um, so Samson, we'll start, we'll start Judges 13, 3 says this, says, and the angel of Yahuwah appeared unto the woman and said unto her, behold, now thou art barren and bearest not, but thou shalt conceive a, and bear a son. Now, therefore, beware, I pray thee, uh, and drink no wine, nor strong drink, nor eat any other unclean thing, for lo, thou shalt conceive a son, thou shalt, thou shalt conceive and bear a son, and no razor shall come on his head, for this child shall be a Nazarite unto Yahuwah from the womb. And he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of Philistine. That's Samson. Okay, let's go over here. Let's go over here to fill Samuel. First Samuel. We got, we got, we got Samuel and Elkanah, Hannah. Samuel, therefore, Ephraim had two wives. Let's, let's go this far. Uh, Hannah's mother name was, excuse me, Samson's mother name was Hannah, Hannah. Let's see this. And she vowed a vow and said to young wild host, if thou wilt indeed look on the affliction of thy handmaid and remember me and not forget thine handmaid, but will give unto thine handmaid a man child that I would give him. Now y'all, we, we, now, we, we we we'll just terminate that on, but anyway, just look at it. She she, she gave something to y'all, right? But the most high gave it back. Most high just wanted to lend it to her. Most high wanted to lend it to her. You'll see that change in the future. He got more children. But you give to y'all, you know what I'm saying? Your whole heart. Look here, the most high give back to you. Double four. She had five kids. Anyway, but she says, um, Oh, Yahuwah of hosts, if thou would indeed look on the affliction of thine handmaid and remember me, and not forget thy handmaid, but we give unto thy handmaid a man child that I would give unto, I would give him unto Yahuwah 
all the days of his life, right? And no race had come upon his head. And it came to pass that as she continued praying before Yahuwah, the Elliot marked her mouth. And then, you know, she they talked or whatever. But she gave she gave him um he had Samson. And Samson rose up, and Samson was given to Yah. Samson was a Nazarite from birth. His mama gave him to that. Yah received that. Then we got another person in the scriptures. His name is Yahukanon. Uh, Y'all know who Yahukanon is, don't you? John the Baptist, right. Now, John the Baptist is goodness gracious now. <laughs> so I'm serious. Y'all need to hear he was something else. Forget <laughs> about him. It was covered for fear of Abraham. So he in there standing before the altar and um and said and said it up. They're gonna have a baby named Yahukanon. And let's look, we're gonna stop there. Right here. Verse 13, Luke 1 13. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt name him, name his name, thou shalt call his name Yahukanon or John. And thou shalt have joy and gladness, and we shall rejoice at his birth. For he shall be great in the sight of Yahuwah, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, and he shall feel, be filled with the Ruach HaKodesh, mm -hmm. and even from his mother's womb. So John was in the renewed covenant from birth. <laughs> and, and many other children of Israel shall he, shall he turn to Yahuwah, their Elohim. So John, the immersion, that's three. So here's my next question. Who was a person that we can find in the scriptures that was a Naz that that did a Nazarite vow. Is he is in, in the renewed covenant? We, we, I can make you speak. You can't say nothing because <laughs> you know Yeshua. Yeshua, what what made him a Nazarite from birth? Oh, you mean from birth? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. What made what made him? When did he take a Nazarite vow? Um. Was I'm thinking the moment when he said, um, take and drink this wine, that he won't drink it with us again until um, he returns. Okay, that's good. But no, 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 no. He, he, he I don't know if that's right, but that's what came to mind. Right, right. Well, he he, 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 he wasn't. That's good. That's good. I'm glad you go back and forth with me, <laughs> darling. <laughs> but now that, that's good. But no, he, he, he wasn't. Um, he wasn't um, uh, making a Nazarite vow there. Well, that's a good, that's, that, 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 that's good. Anybody else want to take another guess, David? Was it Paul? Yes. Who said that? Phyllis. Yes. It was Paul. So, uh, you know, you know what chapter it is or what book it's coming from? No, I can find it. It's an X. Let's go to X. I think X is either X, maybe 14, 15. Let's, let's find it. So let's look at it. Because remember, they kept, James came to him, right? Because Paul, Paul had already had some trouble already from a uh, some 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 men I what, what age or somewhere. So they came to him, maybe 15. And James was talking to him. And um, right, so let's start it um we got we got this read from Acts 15. It may it may be whew, 
we we just gonna start Acts fifteen, but um, is the Apostle Paul was taking the Nazarite vow. He took one. Uh, he's one of the scriptures. So let's let's, let's read it. So 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 and I want I want to say this because people say you know Paul didn't do the Torah. First of all, why would Paul if Paul didn't want to do the Torah and he wanted to do the Torah? Why would Paul take a Nazarite vow? Let, let's read it. And certain men which came down from Judea, we, we're gonna do this whole year. We give about 20 more minutes, y'all. We're gonna take a break. And, and certain men came down from Judea, taught the brethren, saying, Except you be circumcised after the manner of Moses, you cannot be saved. And therefore, Paul and Barnum, when therefore Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and dis, dis, disputation with them, they determined that Paul and Barnabas and certain other of them should go up to Jerusalem until the apostles. And else about this question. So they're going to they, so Paul and Barnabas is going to go to Jerusalem about the question of circumcision and about saying that you can't be saved or have salvation or even follow the Torah unless you're being circumcised. So now they got to go to Jerusalem to James then because James at that time they called him James the Great, uh, uh, Yahushua's brother. His name would have been actually Yahuwah. Um, they, they, he was the head over them by this time. So um, I don't even want to say the church. <laughs> we say assembly, you know, people. Yeah, because when you say church, your mind start going to religion, but it's really talking about Israel as well. You know, so I'm here. So anyway, so let's go back to this question. And being brought on their way by the assembly, they passed through Phineas and Samaria, the clan conversion of the Gentiles or the Goyim, and they caused great joy unto all the brethren. And when they would come to Jerusalem, they were received of the church, Ooh, or the assembly and of the apostles and elders, and they declare all things the Elohim had done with them. We don't like saying church because it ain't about no church. I know people get the ecclesia, the called out one. Well, that's the Greek. <laughs> In the Greek mindset, it's always about Yasharal. Any kind of synagogues you got, we got up. Any kind of temples we got up, all that's man made. It's one temple that all of Jerusalem had to go to. Now, in that city where you had the Levites, of course, they went to places to have worship. There's nothing wrong with that. Leviticus 23 uh, clearly says on the Shabbat we can have worship. We, we can have a set apart assembly on the Shabbat. So we should. So we should So we should have an assembly. So I'm not saying there's anything wrong with an assembly. What I'm saying is that when we make it about church, it becomes religion. And that's not y'all's intentions whatsoever. And so when they would come to Jerusalem, they would receive other assembly and of the apostles, and of the elders, and, uh, and they declared all things the Elohim had done with them, but there arose certain of the sect of the Pharisees which believed, saying that it is needful to be circumcised, circumcised them, and they commanded them to keep the law of Moses, and the apostles and the elders came again on this man, hold on, this, this, this ain't it. Acts 18, thank you. Acts 20, let's go to Acts 18. When Paul, Paul was getting arrested when, 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 he, when he was going to go do, get finished, let me see. Acts 20, when James confronted him about the, about the Torah? Okay, thank you. So, yeah, okay, that's, that's it. Acts 21, you said? Okay, okay, so Acts 21, y'all. Thank you, Lady Battle. So that, that, that's why it's good to have a wife and a hip, Yanny. Oh, you can't help me. Well, can't tell me nothing. But well, I wouldn't know it unless you help me. Aquila and Priscilla. Anyway, and it came to pass that after we got so Acts twenty one, y'all started verse one. Thank you, Lady Babylon. and thank you, y'all. And it came to pass that, that that after we were gotten from them, and we launched 
And this is Luke. Still talk to y'all, please. So Luke, Luke is actually the same book, actually. We came, we came straight with a straight course unto Kuz, and the day following unto Rose and from thence and Patara. And finally, ships sailing over unto Phoenicia, we went abroad, abroad and set forth. Now, when we had discovered Cyprus, we left it on the left on the left hand and sailed unto Syria and landed at Tyre. For there, for there the ship was to unlay the burden. And finding disciples, we tarried there seven days, who said to Paul through the Spirit that he should not go up to Jerusalem. And when and when we uh, had had accomplished those days, we departed and went our way. And they all brought and, and, and they all brought us on our way with wives and children till we were out of the city. And we kneeled down on the shore and prayed. And when we and when we had taken our leave, uh, one one to another, we took ship and they returned home again. And when they had finished, and when we had finished our course from Tyre, we came to. Uh, Ptolemus and saluted the brethren and abode with them one day. And the next day, when we, and the next day, when we, and the next day, we that were on Paul's company, that were on Paul's company departed and came unto Caesarea, and we entered into the house of Philip, the evangelist, uh, which was which was one of the seven, and abode with him. And and the same man had four daughters, virgins. And which did prophesy, Philip. And, and as they and as we tarried there are many days, there came down from Judea a certain prophet named Agabus. And there we took, and there, and when he had come unto us, he took Paul's girdle and bound his own hands with feet and said, Thus said the Ruach HaKodesh, so shall the, the Yahudim at Jerusalem bind, bind the man on this girdle, and there shall deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. That's Paul, right? Um, and the prophet telling you he can go when he go to Jerusalem, they're gonna get him taken to jail. He must start crying, Don't do it. They got in the flesh, don't do it, don't go. When Yah said it's Yah's will, go. <laughs> and when he heard these things, we or both we and they of that place besought him not to go up to Jerusalem. Then Paul answered, and what, 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 what mean y'all are we? It'll break my heart. Come on, now y'all remember sitting against Yah in the flesh. Quit doing that. Uh, what, what mean y'all are we? Break my heart. For I am ready to be bound only. What Paul stronger the thing in? For I am I am ready not to be bound only, but also to die at Jerusalem. And here we just complaining and crying because we can't take no trials. <laughs> My, I should be going this long through this. Man, I ain't got no money. The times is tough. I'm being persecuted. Folks talking about me. You know, I'm busting discussing my rent bill due, my life bill too. My house, my, my car broke down, my bike on flat. And my foot hurt, I can't walk. It just ain't right. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man, y'all. Paul said he ready to die for me. Then Paul answered, what mean you to weep and to break my heart? For I am ready not to be bound only, but also to die at Jerusalem for the name of Yahuwah, or the master of Mashiach Yahushua. And when he would not be persuaded, we ceased, saying the will of Yahuwah be done. See, they in the first time the man under the will of Yah. <laughs> and after those days, we took up our carriages and went up to Jerusalem. And there, there, there went with us also uh, of the disciples uh, of Caesarea and brought, we brought with them uh, um, Manasseh of Cyprus, an old disciple with whom we should lodge. 
And when we would come to Jerusalem, the brethren received us gladness, gladly. And the day following, Paul went in with us unto James, Yahuwah, and all the elders were present. And when he had saluted them, he declared partially what things Elohim had wrought among the Gentiles and by his ministry. And when they were, and when they, and when they, and when they heard it, they glorified Yahuwah and said unto him, Thou seest, brethren, that thou, thou seest, brother, many things, excuse me, thou seest, brother, how many thousands of the Yahudim are, are there are which believe, have faith now. Have, they got faith. Because Paul's part was to bring them back to the Torah, to show them by Yahushua giving this life for them so they can receive Yahushua so Yahushua can reconcile them back to Yah and begin to walk back into this covenant. And they're excited about that. And so when they heard it, they glorified Yahuwah and said unto him, Thou seest, brother, how many thousands of Yahudim there are which have faith. Well, Yahweh said, but and they are all zealous of what? The Torah. Okay. And they are all informed of thee that thou teachest all the Yahudim. Look, look, look here. And listen to this James asking him this question. And they are all informed of thee that thou teachest all the Yahudim which are among the Gentiles. To forsake Moses, saying that they that they ought not to circumcise their children, neither to walk after the custom. They were James asked, you tell them that Paul. They ain't got me circumcised. That ain't what Paul said. You ain't got circumcised to have salvation, what Paul said, because Abraham was not circumcised when he met Yah. He had been with Yah for a long time, 25 years before he was circumcised. But anyway, let's read Genesis 15, 17. Starting from 10 to 12. So what, what, what is it there for? The multitude must needs to come together, for they will hear that you are come. Do therefore this that we said to thee. We have four men which have vowed a vow on them. Now listen, these men vowed a vow. So for Paul to prove that he is still following Torah, Paul is going to take the Nazarite vow, which is in the Torah. Take them and purify thyself with them. And be at and be at charges with them that they may shave their heads, and all may know that that and all may know that those things whereof they are informed concerning thee are nothing, but that thou thyself also walk orderly and keepest the Torah. You better quit playing with me. And these mm -hmm. folks tell my Paul, see that I don't know read their Bible. Mm -hmm. And Paul took a Nazarite vow. Paul ain't never tell you go get Yahushua and get Yah doing the will of Yah. Any man that's doing the will of Yah. And telling you and telling you don't follow him, why would you follow him? And Paul is proving that he ain't saying that by being obedient, because the Hebrew it's a walkabout, not a talk about. A Greek mind said, What's the way of thinking? It's only in your mind you thinking about it, but never putting into action. Complaining when you go through. Always complaining when you're going through. As touching the Gentiles which believe, we have written and concluded. Because listen here, this is what we told them. So be on our side. This is what we told the Gentiles, Paul. As touching the Gentiles, which believe, this is you see, this is y'all in Acts fifteen. Um, as touching the Gentiles, we believe we have written and concluded that they observe no such thing, save only to keep themselves from things offered to idols, and from blood, from killing. It's the blood from killing. It's being restrained from blood, and also from eating blood and from strangled, and from fornication. Mm. Then Paul took the men 
the next and the next day purify himself with them. Entered into the temple to signify the accomplishment of the days of purification until that an offering should be offered for every one of them. So Paul is a man who took a Nazarite vow. And then when he go to the temple, he get arrested. And that's how you know Paul was black because of God said, are you one of the Ethiopian? He said, no, I'm a Hebrew. Ethiopian was black. <laughs> so let's just, let's just give you a little insight on, on, on Paul is one who took a Nazarite vow to prove that he was zealous and loved Yah's Torah. And the three men that we've seen being born is John the Immersa, Yahukanon the Immersa, uh, 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 Samuel, and Samson. And these three men, uh, two of these men, it was spoken of from Yah, they should be like that. And one of these men, his mama prayed, and Yah received that. And that's Samson, one who mama prayed. Other two men was spoken of, so I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry y'all, Samuel. But Manoah and Yahukanon was spoken from. By Yah. So now it says right here. Let's go here. Because people say, people say, you know, all of the men should take a Nazarite vow. That's man-made traditional religion. The Bible does not say that whatsoever. Um, so when we look at Numbers 6 and verse 2, it says, Speak unto who? The children of Israel. Not the men, not the men of Israel, not the women only, you know, but the children. And a child is a man, a male or a female. So speak unto, speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, when either a man or woman shall separate themselves to vow a vow of a Nazarite to separate themselves unto Yah. So a man or a woman can set them, can, can bow about of a Nazarite and they can set themselves unto Yah. So when you start seeing, when, when, when you start seeing right here, y'all, himself, that's written in there. <laughs> so he shall separate from wine. The man or the woman and strong drink and shall drink no vinegar of wine or vinegar of strong drink, neither shall he drink any liquor or grapes, nor eat moist grapes or dry raisins or prunes. <laughs> None of that. He can't have no can't have no uh Stella Rose. He can't have he can't have no uh what's a whiskey? What's a whiskey? What's a whiskey? Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Nearest, y'all can't, 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 can't help Jack with this one. I see, I see, I see. So, so, so you can't have, can't have no, no liquor. Get you, a, get you a blanket. Get a blanket. Yeah, go ahead. Now, Mister got a little wine. He cold every week. Where are you? Right over there. He shall, he shall separate, he shall separate himself from wine and strong drink, and shall drink no vinegar of wine. No, no, no unsweet wine, no strong, no wine, or vinegar strong drink. He can't so, so so the only the only way you can't drink, well, hold on, ask a question. Can is this saying that that, that, that that nobody can drink? Of all of Israel can't drink? No. This is this saying that drinking is this saying that drinking is a sin and you're going to hell. No, okay. Right. So if I want to take my wife out to uh 
Carmen's gonna get her old salmon because she like, excuse me, my bad. I'm sorry, Kim. Salmon, take her to get her salmon. You know what I'm saying? With a glass of wine. I want to give me a glass of wine with my chicken because I can't stay my stomach hurt. And I can't stand that salmon all the time. Like, Kim, she like the salmon. And just give me some chicken. And I give me a glass of wine. You know, am I a false prophet? <laughs> well, let's say I take her to go, we want to go out to a restaurant on a Sunday evening and get us some old chicken wings. You know, and I give me a, 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 a margarita with my frozen margarita, half margarita, you know. And I, am I a false prophet? Am I seeing against y'all? Hello? No. No. <laughs> Thank you. This is not talking about people can't drink. Some of those who take a Nazarite vow, right? And drinking that drink. You can't do that. Now, how long can they stop doing that? Okay, so in John Lee Mercer's days, all of his life. Let me ask y'all a question. What about Samuel? Let y'all ponder on that and, and get back with me on that. <laughs> read, my, read first Samuel. He, he, he made Saul the king. Just read it and, 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 and you determine for yourself. I'm not gonna say yeah or nay. I'm gonna let y'all study and find out on your own. So, so, so but I'm giving you first Samuel. Okay, so uh 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 and all the and all the days of his separation, uh shall he eat nothing that is made of the vine tree. So when it says vine tree, it's talking about grapes, right? The the, the vine tree. Uh, or from the kernels even to the husk. So when it says so, so it's a, thank you. So so it, when when it, when it says from the kernels or even to the husk, is this talking about corn? No. Corn kernels. You can't even eat the kernels of the grapes. You can't even eat the skin of it. Don't even eat a grape. Don't even take you a bite of that raisin. Even with a little raisin, ain't hurt nobody. Don't even eat the husk of it. All the days of the vow. Of his separation shall no race with can't cut your hair. Until the days be fulfilled in which he separated himself unto Yah, he shall be set apart, and the locks, the locks. Of the hair shell of his go. So they're able to grow their hair and they have on lock. These is locks. <laughs> you know, shall grow. So that hair is gonna grow. Now look here. If y'all don't, if y'all can't see you being Israel by this for something wrong, <laughs> your hair naturally locks. Now, other folk got put monkey grease in there. We wouldn't call that stuff, they put gorilla glue. What you call it? Lock lock jail. <laughs> Pete, uh, uh, B, is the gorilla do? There is like a, a gorilla, right? A gorilla snot, right? Or, 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 uh, edge control. Where <laughs> they like the hair with you know what I'm saying? But some people, how you just go lock, just might just twist, you know, with a little honey and water. My hair locked with honey and water. That's how, that's how I can lock mine with honey and water. We just lock, you know, uh, with the core locks. Isaiah got the two strand twist locks and locked his like that. Anyway, so so 
you don't you, you don't cut your hair. Don't drink this wine or this strong drink all the days of your separation. You've been sent apart for Yah, to, for, for Yah to use. Now listen, the Nazarites, look here, they brought deliverance. Samuel, Samson, John the Baptist, they carried the word of Yah. Samuel and John was two prophets. Samson was a judge. Paul was a Pharisee and an apostle who carried the word of Yah from the tribe of Ben-Yamin, who spoke the word of Yah, who was set aside for the service of Yah, not set aside for the flesh. Before I get them, I'll let it back. What was it, let it back? Oh, I was just going to talk about, you brought it up, mm. uh, the fact that it was mentioned from the vine to the husk to any parts of it. Mm. Um, I, I thought about Samson. Mm on uh, him allowing uh, Delilah to pressure him. Mm. But they did not mention that he had sipped on mm. uh, sipped on something. Let's go see that. And she, <laughs> and she was able to talk him on, you know, why he, she's persisting. Because, um, and thought came to me, it's like, um, I have been in situations where I made a comparison. When y'all says none, there's none, not you know, not a little bit, not a fourth, not an ink, or as Tracy Mitchell say, a key, a squishy bit. He means it might not be might not be the lot of I think when he read the first one. Okay, so I was just I was just curious uh, because it brings out he didn't it was the writer was intentional about none of none of that. And we make concessions, we make comparison, we try to, you know, in, in our minds, some type of way, if I don't consume all of it, it's going to be okay. No. Uh, you know, it's just like my stance with my CDL. Uh, because I know DMV, there is a, a, um, an international driving database, just in general, that's linked to my ID. And the choices I've made, whether it's a natural herb or not, I have made a choice to not do ABCD. And for the state of Alabama, it may vary, but it just makes me think how our course of thinking mm. makes us be accepting to the smallest amount of what y'all say not to do. Right. Now, now he did. Now he did have a uh, he did have a feast. But it doesn't say it doesn't say that he drank. Okay. Uh, but he did go and touch a dead animal. Yeah, I just thought he drank something. And, he, and then he got the, got the dead carcass that right. uh, the, 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 the bee have out of the dead carcass, which he was not supposed to touch anything dead. Right. He did defile. He, he did. He did defile himself. It was it, it, and his parents, and which he was not supposed to. And he did break Torah. He, he did do that. That's good that you bring it. I, I love when his wheels turn like that, y'all. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna give me got two three moments, y'all. We're, we're, we're gonna have to uh, Chris pause on this. Oh, and last thing, this for uh, Sister Heather. I got a joke. Mm -hmm. I said, you know, you Lucia couldn't have been Nazarite when one of the first miracles he performed was wine, <laughs> turning water, <laughs> wines. I got a. That was just a little joke. Sister Heather, later, I said, you know, you wish you had to give him a seal. <laughs> He turned water to wine. First, his first, his first, um, 
his first uh, miracle. Yeah, because he was going to partake. They were invited to that. Yeah. Well, he can't just admit, look at me, but he made good wine, too. L-O-L. And Mashiach drunk wine. He drunk wine. And he wasn't going to hell for it, neither. For sure. <laughs> but, um, so, right, and gave you his time of dean and told him to go ahead and get y'all a drink, too. So, and the most I didn't rebuke Noah until Noah got drunk and passed out and <laughs> him came in there and what happened. No, you didn't see y'all address nothing about Noah over that drink dude. Ham the one that was in the wrong. But anyway, you know. So locks on the heads, y'all grow. And the day and all the days of this aggression, all the days of um all the days that he separated himself unto y'all. And look, this last, this last, this last little um. Little part is, is significant, y'all. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna push pause on. Let me see. We'll push pause on verse eight, and then we'll we'll, we'll start at verse eight this week too. But it says, um, it says right here, it says all the days, all the days that he separated himself. So he separated himself for who? He said he, he separated himself for who? Somebody? Oh yeah. And that's right. Separated himself for Yah, right? To follow Yah's word to be to be used by Yah. Now now Samuel Samuel. Uh, uh Nandi, Mercer, and uh Samson was separated from birth, right? Uh that he unto y'all, he shall come at no dead body. Why do y'all think that? Why why do y'all think he should come at no dead body outside of him just defiling himself? Because I see this Nazarite, and when you look at those who were uh given this commission from birth. It's almost like the position of the high priest because of how Yah is going to use him. Uh, Samson being a judge and Yahshua, the judgment that he was set aside to bring, especially against um, the Amalekites, uh, the Philistines, sorry. Um, and then when you look at Yochanan, uh, if we can use him as uh and well, Yahushua said he was the forerunner. I mean, he is the only other man that had the indwelling of the Ruach Desh from birth that was given to him from birth, came uh, already with the renewed covenant because of the work he had to do. Mm -hmm. And kind of like being set apart for the temple, the tabernacle, or, or the temple at that time that was set apart for Priyaj. That's good. And all, that, and all that is good. That's good. Also, uh, is there any death in Yah? No. Uh, I would I would say Yah tends to life. So anything that anytime that he's using somebody or using something, that thing has to be set apart. It has to be a clean vessel, right? Mm -hmm. Nothing can tend to death. It is less about not to say that we don't matter, but it, it really don't matter that we defile ourselves in in comparison to Yah. Right. Has ability to to use us. Yah cannot be defiled. He'll remove you, destroy you before he allows you to defile him. Right. Right. So them separate themselves is protecting protecting them, them, and, and also there's life on the side of them. Shouldn't have no death. Have nothing that's going to defile them. Nothing's going to pull them out of the presence. Nothing's going to make them not even able to do the service of Yah. So they got to be clean the whole time. He shall not make himself unclean for his father. Or for his mother, for his brother, or for his sister when they die. It don't see nothing should come, nothing, 
you know how you know how we, we just read Leviticus how even some of the priests can make themselves unclean or defile themselves for their family. But a Nazarite don't go that way. He makes himself unclean for nothing. So he that he should not defile himself or make himself unclean for his father or for his mother, for his brother or for his sister when they die, because the consecration of Elohim is upon his head. The consecration of Elohim is where? Upon his head. And all the days of his separation, he is set apart unto Yah. So he don't make himself unclean by nobody. Don't allow any. Now, it, this is spiritual as well. The, not because they're a dead body, but if they're spiritually dead, if you are setting yourself apart for the use of Yah, you don't have no business hanging around people who are not being used for Yah. Remember, we just read in Leviticus 5 about putting the unclean or putting the leper or putting the uh, outside of the camp, those such as dead bodies, there is nothing that should come your way to make you make you defile yourself that you can't be used by y'all or to cause you to be separated from y'all. All, all this is your life. You say, this right here also is a crucified of the flesh. You're not allowed to allow your feelings to get in the way. If you are in the middle of your Nazarite vow, and you are in the middle of doing what y'all says, and you have to have a loved one to pass away. You can't get in your flesh and your feelings. You got to continue to keep yourself in the will of Yah. Keep yourself doing the will of Yah. So, so it's, it, it, it takes you to crucify your flesh. It takes you to deny your own self-interest in order to be set apart for Yah. It takes you to put your life on the line for the Torah. It takes you to reject all others for Yah. Anyway, We'll start back up next week on, 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 on number six. But we'll, start, we'll try to start at verse nine and so that we can, um, you know, dive a little more into this thing. Mm -hmm. Praise y'all. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Almighty, we thank you for your mercy, y'all. We thank you, Yahuwah, for your goodness and your loving kindness. Thank you, Almighty, for this Torah portion this morning that you allowed us to be able to just indulge in, y'all, to learn new things, to, to get a new insight, y'all, to, 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 to grow in our faith. Help us, Almighty, to you know, uh, to, 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 to bring everything before you and not let down on the stand. Just like we learned, y'all, about, help us to be strong, y'all. Like we learned about not letting the unclean be around us or, or you know, the uh, the one that had the leper zero out or the one that defiles by our dead body. Not that we, you're being mean toward people, but because of their mindset, because of their hearts, they can defile us, y'all, and, and, and defile you, make you not even approach us. And we got to be very careful of that. So help us, y'all, to, to, to separate ourselves. Uh, because we love you above all things. And I pray y'all help us to deal with our insecurities as well. As we learn about, you know, the men, you know, the spirit of Jesus come from the man. Now, matter, you know, you would know if a woman or a husband, even that's on the Zoom line, that's on his YouTube line, that's in person or wherever, whoever hears his message, you, you understand y'all, you know, if they're being unfaithful, you know, or, or faithful, or, or, or they're just being insecure. So y'all, now they have a, a roadmap, an avenue they can go to to really get an understanding of how to come to you about that instead of getting in the flesh, causing arguments, causing strife, causing discord, or fighting when it may not be the very, might, may not be the case. Or you can bring the truth out if someone is lying about it, him or her. So y'all help them to see your word as a roadmap. They can really learn the truth and how to really be able to overcome and not, you know, sin against you and not do things as unseemly or unnecessary. So y'all help us to continue to grow in our faith. Please forgive us, Almighty, for our disobedience. Please forgive us for our lack of faith. Please forgive us, y'all, for giving your for not giving your word to really search out the matter so we can have a good understanding. So, y'all, we love you. We ask you to continue to help us to grow and, and just continue to give you the praise, y'all. We just give you the esteem in the name of Yahushua HaMashiach. 
we magnify you and we praise you. Hallelujah. Praise y'all. So y'all on YouTube, we'll be back mm -hmm. in about uh, 50 minutes or so. Uh, to, um, uh, well, longer than 50 minutes. We just give us an hour and a half. <laughs> we got to take a break, eat and everything and all that stuff. So uh, if you are part of our uh, WhatsApp, uh, then then we, we, we'll put it in the uh, in the um, uh, the chat. And if you're on YouTube and you're not part of our WhatsApp, then you can, like they say, not trying to advertise, but hit that notification bell. That way you will know if we back on. Uh, uh, and subscribe too. Uh, ask them and, and, and share the message with your friends or family so they can hear y'all's word if you want to deliver. Not to try to boost us, but if you want to hear the word of y'all and you, and you want folks to hear the word of y'all and you believe that this is of y'all, or y'all leading you to let other folks here. Don't just be selfish. So we praise the Most High for his goodness. And we'll see y'all in a little while on YouTube. Uh, shalom, family. I don't know how to make this thing out of YouTube. Hold on, let me see how I can do this thing. Yeah, I'm going to step inside. It's too cool. It's cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs>